What's up, fellow heroes, and welcome to the Digital Roundtable. It's a podcast for me, your host, Mario, and my co-host, Jeff. Hi. Talk about movies, all things cinema, the industry. We do movie reviews, and we have a fun time doing it. We give our takes, our personality, and our attitude to it all. Uh, Last week, I was having some connectivity issues, and uh, the, the, the... video on youtube is kind of like bad and that's that's very unfortunate jeff that like our video wasn't able to really be produced correctly because of internet issues oh man yeah like were you having it i don't remember you having it yeah you know i was that long the stream yeah it's been that long this the, the stream was cutting in and out uh and whatever is someone to do if stuff like that happens fear not for I record everything that we do, and you can always catch our videos if it, if they're badly produced on a podcast service of your choice. If you're unable to watch it on YouTube, that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other more. Go on there, check us out. We upload weekly of our previous content where you can keep up to date on the date. You, you like that little segue? I yeah, improvised that, that, that was good. That was your best <laughs> intro to date, sir. Oh, you heard it here, folks. It's it, the, the, you're at the peak. You're at the peak. It's only gonna be downhill from here. <laughs> no, it keeps going up. This, okay. this is this is like a tiny little hill. You have mountains and mountains to climb, my dude. Love it, love it, Jeff. Um, in the title, if you're already here, you already know like that we are gonna be discussing some things. We've had uh, it's been a minute since we've done a uh, for industry talk. Since we've done an industry talk, you know, it's been a minute. Uh, there's yeah, been... we did uh, Eternals last week. Yeah. Uh, the week before that was Halloween, so we were off doing other stuff. And the week before that, we were talking about spooky season because it was leading <laughs> up to Halloween. So yeah, this will this will be fun. This will be interesting. Be fun. Um, the before that, like, uh, have you been what 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 have you been watching? What's been piquing your interest? Oh. Are you looking forward to anything? I am glad you asked. Uh, so I recently just started watching You on Netflix. Oh, Caitlin uh, watched that. Dude, I, it, I say get into it, cause it's just, it's, it, it's basically, like, the easiest way to pitch it would be it's Dexter for the Instagram generation, but instead of being a serial killer, he's a stalker. So it's like, this guy who randomly bumps into a girl, but then immediately starts scouring her social media. And like, he he's just like a stalker. He's a creep. Like there's clearly something off kilter about this dude. And he becomes obsessed with this girl. And it's it's fascinating because you, you have to watch it as a comedy. Like, okay. like I know what I'm saying. It sounds creepy, like, and it is. It's kind of this romantic thriller kind of, you know, like, Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing or whatever, but it's satirical. Like, it's clearly making fun of how easily it is to become obsessed with somebody and, like, how easily accessed we can be. And it's this thing where, like, you just watch this guy go through episode after episode of, like, he gets into a, a predicament where he's about to be found out and he's about to get caught, and then he does something crazy insane and you're like, oh my God, like this is absolutely no way, in no way, shape or form should anyone look at this guy as a role model, but I'm entertained watching him because he's clearly batshit insane. 
Yeah, I've had, I've, so I know Kate's watched it, and I've had some coworkers. Uh, they have watched it, and I've I've seen some things on social media. Yeah, this is this is a show that I think is worth investing in. Um, I myself have not seen it, so I'm actually real happy that you've seen it. And I love that me and you have different tastes, so we can hit different demographics. That is that's awesome. What a freaking yeah. awesome thing. Yeah, it look it isn't the. Um, uh, are you on the first season? or Are you on the second season? Uh, I just so it, uh, I I came into watching the show in an interesting way because uh, I randomly watched the season two finale uh, <laughs> okay. at a friend's because like they were like in the process of watching it and we were just like hanging out or whatever and like I was it, under the impression that like this show was just like some sappy like YA romance novel adaptation yeah, like, that's, that's just the vibe well. that I got from it yeah but like and I'll spoil it I don't give a fuck. Uh, oh, spoiler warning! Uh, skip uh, se- five minutes two ahead. Is like two years old, but like the season two finale opens with him locked inside of a cage with a dead body, and the woman he loves is like on the outside, being like, "Joe, you don't understand. You and I are one and the same." And I was like, "What the fuck is it?" Like, like, <laughs> I, like I was. I felt like I was watching an episode of Hannibal. I was like, "What is this? I gotta get into this show." And then I just never got around to it. But then everybody, uh, season three apparently just dropped a couple weeks ago, and people at work were like, "Oh my god, you! Oh, like season three of you, it's so good!" And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna finally watch the show." So uh, I've watched all of season one. I binged the whole season yesterday because it was my day off, and today I watched the first episode of season two. So that's freaking awesome, dude! I. There it is. You go check it out. You recommended by uh, oh, Netflix. Perfect timing by Jeff. Yeah, look at you. It's almost like uh, we planned it or something. I uh, timed it to the trailer. Good, you good timed job it on to playback. The trailer. Good uh, timing even... on playback, Mario. <laughs> even chat is saying that uh, people root for the for the protag- I guess the protagonist, the main character, the person we're following. Don't do that. Don't do that. He, he's completely morally reprehensible. He's a terrible person. Don't root for him. But it's kind of like, isn't it kind of like but the yeah. when you're watching but, but, like Breaking Bad or whenever you're watching exactly. uh, Sopranos like, or something like that? Don't model your life after this person. Just know that being entertained by them on a TV show is is super fun and entertaining. I um I've actually had I've, I I struggled. I was. A lot of my TV shows have kind of ended, so like I didn't really, I didn't really have much um, to to watch. And I recently, uh, I, well, it wasn't recently, but I I recently started watching uh, Arcane that came up by League of Legends. I play League of Legends. Nice. Um, I'm into all this stuff. Honestly, I like holy crap, it's good. I didn't think it would be like as good. I knew I was gonna be biased because like one eight years ago when I started playing League of Legends. Uh, or I should say like seven years ago or something like that, I played Jinx and Vi. Like those were my mains. And then they made a whole TV show around them now, uh, seven years later, eight years later about them. And so this is just like fan. I'm just like fanboying over all this stuff and all these things. And uh, there's another Netflix thing. You would think Netflix is promoting us, but uh, you know, they're not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is what I've been watching. Um, if you're not into, you know, animated things, I know people who like, you know, cinema and like content, but they're not really into animated things. I still say watch this. This is not, like, made for kids. <laughs> I'll tell you that. This is definitely, like, a very emotional, uh, touching story that's gritty and the art style is 
phenomenal and great. And if you're a fan of League of Legends, uh, that's good. I think this show is fantastic. The only problem I have with this show is that I think it would get some poor souls to play the game. <laughs> and if oh, you've played League of Legends, you'll know what I mean. League of Legends is a great game. It's a it's a well-made, fantastic game. But oh my gosh, it will turn you into the most toxic version of yourself oh, you've gotcha. ever met. It, you'll become so competitive and so toxic. Uh, so... If, you, if, you, if this makes you interested in playing League of Legends, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> so so does it – my question to you, I guess, as a person who has heard of this show, um, yeah. it, does it play like – yeah. does it play like a series or do you have to be kind of – is it more like fan fiction? Like if you're a fan of the characters in the game, you'll like it because – I've I've heard lots of amazing things about it, and I've seen a lot of people reacting to it and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but uh, at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not super into League of Legends. Yeah. Would I like this? So Caitlin, Caitlin had the same kind of sentiment. So Caitlin went into this like blind, and I'm over here being like, oh my gosh, this and that, and that's her thing, and this is her thing. You know, like like we're watching a Marvel <laughs> film or something. I've read all the comic books. Uh, no, you can go into this knowing absolutely nothing because in League of Legends, they give you like two paragraphs of a summary of a background to each character. That's it. Maybe a character when they get made, they get a, they get like a, a cinematic, like a like a two minute cinematic. And that's it. And then while you play the game, they'll say some dialogue about their background. But like we know nothing. Even us League of Legends players know nothing about these characters. And we're learning about okay. them as you're learning about them. The only thing you will get as a League of Legends character is whenever the people in the show like use their special abilities and they're like, "Oh, they did take it to video game." <laughs> like that's it. Like they're like, "Oh, look, she threw a grenade. Those are the that's her E ability. Oh, look. She's she's right. doing a punch. That's her punch." You know, it's like, yeah. Cuz I was I was curious if it would if it played like a series or if it was kind of similar to like what blizzard does with like the overwatch shorts which are like super great on their own but it but they don't necessarily function as like an elongated connecting story oh it's just like oh here's a little like short film kind of thing gotcha like uh like uh oh, what are those called that's what clone wars did um anthology like an anthology kind of thing yeah uh no it's like here's a little short film about a character but if I were to watch these all in succession, I don't necessarily get that they're all connected, you know, and, and, gotcha. and telling a straightforward narrative. This one, no, this one is a series. It's a straightforward narrative. Um, it, it's weird. Netflix is actually releasing it weekly. It's not the first time Netflix has done something weekly, but uh, it's like three episodes a week. So. Oh, interesting. So right so now. So it doesn't just drop at once. Right. So right now we have six episodes. Weird. Uh, the last the last three episodes were uh, last this last Saturday, so that's um, that's that's what I've been watching. That's what I've been excited for, and I've been looking forward to. So that's a, that that's a segment that I started like a month ago and forgot to bring it up again. But uh, what's up, Donovan? Thank you for the refreshments. I will I will hydrate for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, you and Arcane, Arcane you. That's what me and Jeff are watching right now. That's what yeah. we're enjoying. Uh, so something that I I, I want to talk about real quick. 
yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack just very quickly, okay. but it is on on brand and on topic. Please. Uh, I'm gonna drop something to you in Discord. This isn't completely necessary, okay. but I'm just gonna show you some. I, I should have preempted you on this. I apologize. <laughs> I should have sent this to you like an hour we're, ago. We're flying. But this is just some stuff for you to play in the background if you want to. But okay. Uh, I feel like uh, because we're talking about superhero movies, uh, we we would it, it would be we, shit. What's the word? We would we would be remiss. Uh, if we didn't talk about Disney Plus Day. Yes. Oh, my God. And all the announcements you know, that just happened. Gosh, dude. Disney Plus Day. That that was... Oh, my God. Oh, my... There's so much to unpackage there, dude. And, and actually, <laughs> so th this is this is going to feed into my stance on on our topic for the evening. Okay. Okay. Uh, so So we're going to... Um, I think, okay, yeah, I have it set up correctly. All right, uh, keep, keep going, sorry. Uh, but the, the, the one thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, and, and, and I will refrain from talking about Moon Knight as a character and as a show and, 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 and that sort of thing, but the biggest thing for me to come out of Disney Plus Day was that two individuals by the name of Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are directing the Moon Knight series. Okay. Now, I do not expect you or any fucking body in the world to know who Justin Benson and Aaron There's Moorhead their names are. names right there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for people who are fans of low-budget horror films, such as, you know, everyone who is a fan of horror films, uh, these are guys who make low-budget horror sci-fi movies and it, it, it's it's similar to like James Gunn getting Guardians of the Galaxy. It's oh. similar to Scott Derrickson getting Doctor Strange. Where like for me, like, okay, cool, we're doing a Moon Knight series. And I was like, great, another character I've never heard of, but I'm interested to see what he's all about, whatever. And then they're like, Oscar Isaac. And I'm like, I like that actor, cool. He's also in fucking everything else. So that makes sense. <laughs> You know, so like I wasn't super hyped on Moon Knight. And then I find out that Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are directing all the episodes. And I don't know. I don't really have uh, like an essay to or, or, or a, <laughs> a, a thesis to present to you. I'm just saying I found this out. And like for the first time in, in a while, like it, it, it was just that thing. Cause like it happens all the time where like Marvel announces a thing that they're doing and a person attached and you're like, Cool. And you know, like Sam Raimi being announced for Doctor Strange 2, like that was awesome. But like he's he's fucking Sam Raimi right. at this point. Right. So like like that's dope. And so for these guys, th the thing that weirds me out about these guys, and I say weirds me out in in, in a in a way to, to just tell you why these guys are amazing. I've listened to a few podcasts with these guys, I've watched a few interviews with these guys, because I've been watching their movies for uh the past few years. And and again, like they just make these little no budget trippy sci-fi horror films um and the thing about them that i find extremely fascinating is they never stress or struggle like it's bizarre they they will come up with like a, a situation will come up where they're like oh hey we ran out of money and and so therefore we can't shoot this scene and they're like okay we'll go shoot another one <laughs> 
or they're like, hey, like the the location fell through, and they're like, okay, well, let's just go over here and we'll shoot this other scene. Like they they are the literal embodiment of fucking Broxer. Like they they are the Chad is that or, or what's his name from SNL, the Pete Davidson character yeah, yeah, that we yeah, always yeah. make fun of. Like they're that guy where they're like, hey, this actor. Like, dude, there was a tsunami and this actor like died, so he can't play the role. And they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll play him. And then they'll just like put on a jacket and they're like in the city. I mean, that didn't actually happen. Right, right. But I'm just saying like these guys are such an inspiration to me because they, they've been on podcasts with other filmmakers and the other filmmakers are like, oh my God, like everyone got typhoid and like, uh, oh my God, like this, like the equipment didn't show up and da da da. And they're just like, man, like, why are you so stressed out, dude? Just, just go do something else. <laughs> like just, and it's, it's just, it's, it's bonkers to me because they, I don't know. I just wanted to use this as an opportunity because it's a platform that, you know. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I'm super pumped about this show now because these guys are making it. You know, you don't, you're, so you know nothing about Moon Knight. I know nothing about these directors. These directors sound perfect for moon knight because moon knight is a dude with like messed up multiple personalities that's always going through some psychedelic trip yeah and that sounds right up these guys alley so that makes me happy and confident that marvel is like doing the right thing put, mm -hmm. putting the right people in the right places you know what i'm saying wow Definitely. i'm glad you brought that up that's freaking amazing uh so I kind I I don't know maybe because you brought that up that's kind of making me think like oh I think uh, I know where Jeff is where Jeff's stance is for the for for the topic which the topic obviously you've seen the title but we're gonna announce it or I'm gonna announce it that the topic is you know uh, superhero films whether be it MCU DC superhero films are they bad for the cinema are they bad for the market in what ways or are they good for the market you know should we is it okay that they should be pumping out that's that's what we're gonna delve into that's the question that's being asked today uh and i'm gonna i want to bring up i'm gonna bring up a, uh something interesting uh so there's this theory that um i'm kind of interested in it's not my original theory it's something that i i kind of heard and i've kind of like thought about it more and more um so i've seen people on twitter I, i'm on twitter a lot you know it's, it's a thing it's a, it's an addiction yeah. i love it uh but i've seen people on twitter whenever a movie comes out so like recently i saw the last duel and the last duel got um it did really good critically, but didn't like do that great box office wise. I guess like it 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 it, it met its goal, but maybe just like just enough to make profit, and that's it, right? It didn't like gross over millions of dollars like Iron Man or anything like that. And people are over here saying nobody wants to go watch that film because it's not a superhero film. Everyone's going to watch superhero films, and you know superhero films are starting to become kind of like their own trope. And then you have what well, me and um, Jeff have talked about a little bit, and it, and it keeps coming up, and it it's drama. You know, I like drama. Jeff's whatever about it, but it's like you have act, uh, you have directors that come out and say something. You know, we had um, uh, Denis Villeneuve say something, and then recently, I think Ridley Scott said something. He said something to the likes of that they're boring. I this is out of context. This is oh really? Yeah, this is 
this is that this, this is second source so this isn't first-hand source um this is from culture crave uh they tweeted this uh so they're quoting ridley scott i tried to find where the quote came from but i wasn't able to find it i saw this today while i was at work so um if you know where this quote came from tell me in the comment below but uh just know that this is like this isn't first-hand knowledge i haven't really been able to like delve deeper into it but uh quote ridley scott said this quote uh they're fucking boring as shit dot 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 their scripts are not any fucking good dot 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 they are superhero movies so they why don't they have better stories dot 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 they're mostly saved by special effects and quotations so there's a lot of dot dot dots in there so like i wonder again if that because usually when you put dot dot dots in quotes that means there's stuff said in between they're cutting things out so i want i right. really want to see omitting right they're omitting a lot of stuff in that in that quote um i'm gonna take it for what it is there one if ridley scott is saying your movies are boring <laughs> i think <laughs> now for those of you who don't know ridley scott blade runner could be made blade runner that's that's like that's all you need to know blade runner and for those of you i think what he's saying when they say that they're boring they're not like artistic because blade runner has a lot a lot of just shots of scenery yeah. and you could i guess your definition of boring could be like whatever it could you know uh, for a kid, that would be boring, right? Like, just... Uh, yeah, but, like, <laughs> I, I personally am not saying that Ridley Scott movies are boring. I am saying an argument could be made. Yes, yes. And at the very least, like, I think we can all agree an argument could be made. <laughs> yes, we can, we can agree that his movies are boring. Uh, I definitely am a huge fan of Blade Runner 2049. However, that was Denis Villeneuve, and I apparently am learning that I'm loving his stuff. So... I, I don't know, but he's, uh, so like, I think essentially what he, uh, Ridley Scott was saying is that they're not as artistic. This is also something that uh, Denis Villeneuve kind of stated as well. Um, and, and, you know, who, one, should we really care what these guys say? Should we care what these old quotation, quote unquote, old directors say about these new films? And you know there's some things that i think like like when it comes to making movies obviously like you want to know who your audience is and marvel and disney's they they see their movies as a product right like and the directors who direct these products they really do try to put their own vision into it and put their own art and love into it and that helps uh so like I get where that's coming from. Now, my thing is, this is my theory. This is a, this is a theory of mine. Does this hurt the cinema? Yeah. I'm thinking, for, I want to talk about how people's perception and the audience view of the cinema can be warped because they've seen so many hero films. Like, someone watches all the Avengers movies, and when I say Avengers movies, someone watches Iron Man, Thor, uh, freaking... Hulk, Captain, Captain America, America, Hulk, and then they get up to the Avengers, and then they go and they watch, and I'm, I'm trying to stay in recent times, they go and they watch in, like, The Last Duel that didn't perform as well. Because even freaking Eternals, which was apparently, like, bombed by the critics, like, the critics didn't like it, 
even the viewer, yeah. it has the lowest score in Rotten Tomatoes. It's still number one second week that it's been out. Like it's still like number one oh, in the box yeah. offices. I, I forgot to look at that. So so it didn't like drop off dramatically in no. it this weekend. It okay. Well, I think it's either number one or number two. You might have to fact check me. But I know like so Clifford came out this weekend, which was supposed this was supposed to be Clifford's box office hit weekend. But okay. Eternals still came up above it. Yeah, because that was something a lot of people were talking about last weekend was like, you know, it it didn't do as well as Shang-Chi all said and done. I, yeah. I think technically it did better domestically, but in terms of like worldwide, it didn't do as well as Shang-Chi. Now, granted, there were also certain territories that Eternals did not play in exactly. because of the FASO storyline, which we discussed. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's what a lot of people were kind of waiting for you know uh tooth and nail of like is are we gonna see a significant drop off but hey if it's and again like nothing huge open this weekend which technically i mean clifford yeah. is like i mean kids movies always do good so right. if it if it's still number one with it, a fucking kids movie and lady gaga as uh, playing lady gucci or whatever the fuck that movie is <laughs> oh yeah with adam driver i need to watch that yeah <laughs> I, 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 I like i literally like just for adam driver that's that's what's got me interested <laughs> i i again like i i don't have an opinion an actual opinion i'm just bitter because i watch a lot of youtube and that's the only fucking ad it's 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 trailers <laughs> for Lady Gaga in the House of Gucci and fucking Kiki Palmer talking about Old Navy. It, like, I I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate that movie only because I've seen it so many times. Your trailer, your Google algorithm's different from mine. My mine, I get like nonstop video game stuff, like just nonsense. Oh, okay. Oh, I also get stuff that's like. You wanna you wanna make your YouTube channel a lot bigger? Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh wow, okay. <laughs> thanks, Google. Thanks, thanks, Google. Appreciate appreciate you looking out for me, buddy. Uh, yeah. So like, is or because because I also saw people saying, and, and again, this is a small demographic. I didn't go out and get a census done or anything like that. I I literally just saw a couple couple things, but they were. They were updooted. They got they got updoots. They got a lot of updoots on Reddit and on Twitter. So there was a lot of people just agreeing with this sentiment, right? Because it's it's on the top of the quotes or top of the the comment section and things like that. And and I find it weird that a lot of people are sentimental with this because there's people saying things like um like Marvel or Marvel films, superhero films are they're they're I'm paraphrasing here, but they're saying like. People just want to see those films. And I think what's interesting is even though Eternals is the lowest rating film, we're kind of conditioned to like go watch it because it's like, well, I want to keep up with the story or I want to I want to know I don't want to get lost by the next film. or I want to see how this ties into the grandiose of things. So maybe people yeah. go see it reluctantly or maybe people still go see it and just talk trash about it. And there's also the idea that it's just trending right now it's super popular so maybe you just go see it so you can talk to your co-workers or your friends or maybe that girl you went on mm -hmm. a date with last night like 
you just you just have conversation about it because it's the big hit thing. But there's a lot of people that don't watch it. Like like almost none of my coworkers keep up with that kind of stuff, and I I have no one to, literally no one to talk to. <laughs> well, I, I I think it's I, I think it's worth us noting that there is a a portion. I don't want to I don't want to say huge because because I don't know how big it is or not. Yeah. But there is a portion like we have to acknowledge the fact that there is a portion of the population that sees movies strictly as something to do. That like I, I feel like like I, I I know for me like I can definitely speak for myself, but I think that you embody this as well. Is when you go see a movie, you're, you're like okay, fasten your seatbelts, everybody shut the fuck up. Something's about to happen. Like like something is about to make me rethink my sense of reality. Something is about to inspire me. Yeah. Something is about to make me cry, make me excited, make me happy, where before the movie started, I was the exact opposite of that, you yeah. know? And some people are just like, fuck you, I want something to do. Like, <laughs> I feel like... And again, like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna talk shit about a movie I haven't even fucking seen, but I know that I can talk shit about it because let's be honest. But I feel like a lot of people watch all movies the way that I would watch a movie like Red Notice, uh, which is just my way of taking a stab at the Netflix movie that came out this weekend. Oh my gosh! Yes, no. Which Me I, and dude, you. I watched the trailer and yes. I was like, fuck you. I've yep. seen the movie. All yep. of you can go fuck yourselves. Yup. No, me and you are in the same fucking boat for that movie. Literally. Li okay. Why does I, this movie exist? Oh my God. Stop it. Dude. And it's the, dude, did you see? It's number one for Netflix. Like, like it's the, it's the all time highest, like grossing movie for Netflix. Dude, that movie costs more than Dune. <laughs> did it? Yeah, because remember, we, like, we talked about this, like, Dune was $160 million, or $65 million or something, which is a large fucking chunk of change. I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, oblivious to that, but when you consider the fact that Titanic in 1997, or 1998, rather, maybe it was 97, who gives a fuck, uh, was the first movie to ever cost $200 million. Yeah. And Red Notice also cost two hundred million. Like, dude, That's Dune weird. was one sixty five. Red Notice is two hundred. Caitlin had never seen uh, Titanic, and we watched it this weekend. She liked it. Oh, we should do a whole we, we, fuck superheroes. We should talk about Titanic, dude. We could do a whole thing on Titanic. Titanic, we could was so iconic. It, it, it it's it was... it's cringy in a lot of ways. And yes, I just said cringy unironically. Fuck you. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> No, like, like even as a kid, I knew I needed to watch that movie, and I watched it, and I liked it, and I think like Titanic helped shape yeah, a lot of like how I consumed media because of the way the way that it was it was made. Uh, also, Titanic, uh, fun fact, it uh, the movie cost more to make than the actual boat. Oh, that's uh, I, yeah. That makes, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, the movie. The movie. I know can the you, overheads of film industry exist. Can you imagine? Is, like that makes perfect sense. Which actually, that 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 right there feeds into uh, a, a a little bit of my thesis for why superhero films are bad for cinema. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
Man, I probably should have wrote a thesis now that I think about it. I, I, I went in here with an idea that I knew I wanted to talk about, which is this idea. Well, I guess that is my thesis. I did say my thesis already, is that superhero films are conditioning and warping the minds of general audience members and having whenever they view something because there's so much superhero films because there are, are not because it's so oversaturated. Um, it makes it to where when you watch another film, you have you you put expectations on films that are not superhero films, and those expectations don't need to be there. Um, <laughs> that's kind of my thesis. Now, my theory going into my theory is that streaming services. This is a whole nother podcast, but streaming services could end cinema. Have you heard that? They could yeah. end end the movies because with especially with like Disney. Eventually, like, yeah. Eventually, could. especially like I, Disney. I, I don't think we'll see that in our lifetime, to be honest. But yeah, I can see a future where I, I can actually foresee a future where movie theaters have been like shut down. Of, of movie theaters don't exist anymore. Yeah, which makes me kind of sad to think about because I love going to the theater. You know, but here's the thing: we still have operas and we still have plays going on they're not as often you know like if you're in a major metro you have to actually like travel to a major city to go find one to, to, to be able to go somewhere whereas like movie theaters are even in small towns you know they they may have a theater for the entire town or something like that but uh i think like with streaming services with disney especially being such a powerhouse and they're releasing their movie simultaneously their, their streaming service movie simultaneously with the movie theaters and they're actually because they're not telling us how much money they're making from these freaking on their on their streaming sites you know what i'm saying oh no like they're they're holding that information back and i don't know if it's because but they keep doing it they keep releasing them simultaneously so they have to be making good money they're like they they're they're showing profits by doing it and streaming services have also because the money is going directly to like the studios or the producers or whatever um it's actually making it to where we're getting now also technology has advanced but we're actually getting just like better quality like uh art or movies or film or tv shows coming out of it right like I know some people are complaining that, oh, you're only getting six episodes for a season instead of having freaking uh, 20 episodes. And it's like, well, those six episodes are all meat and potatoes and they every episode looks like a freaking movie. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it's not like you're movies, <laughs> you know, it, 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 there's no filler. You're not getting those useless, pointless filler episodes either. So. My theory is that, like, with these simultaneous releases and depending on how, like, like contracts are going, because I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're still sticking with the old contracts. They're obviously going to evolve the contracts. They have to because directors mm -hmm. and, and actors are not going to keep putting up with these, like, simultaneous releases and not getting paid. And But then you also have, like, Netflix, who's making what's that movie? What's what's the movie called? Red Notice? Red Notice. Yeah, Red yeah, Notice yeah. that has made them more money than ever before, and they didn't release it in theaters. Well, not only that, but 
you also have well never mind that never mind skip that cut this part out of the podcast okay all right it's been cut (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i was about to go on a tangent but then i realized no jeff this is just you wanting to talk about a thing that has nothing to do with the subject so moving on okay Okay, so yeah, but but that's that's just a theory. That's my thing about like uh, and superhero movies. I think are helping catalysts and push that because uh, they're you know that's that's what everyone's going to see. I don't agree with my own. Th- if I'm going to be my own devil's advocate, I don't really agree with the sentiment that people put out that uh, superhero films are conditioning people, and um, everyone goes to watch a superhero film and then they go. The reason I say this is, I mean, like. <clears throat> I think, I think it's a trend right now. It's a trend that I personally don't want to end because I, <laughs> I love superheroes, right? Uh, and it's it's one of those things where I think what Marvel Studios or what Disney's done, which is what you've brought up a million times, Jeff, is you know they figured out a way to turn movies into a TV show, or but they're really just they're really not doing that. I'm gonna I'm gonna reference well, one of your favorite directors. Who it's did it's serialization. It's comics. It's, it's, it's yes. not specifically TV shows. It's it's fucking comics. It's like, comics. That's what I think is hilarious. No, well, okay. Who's the who did who directed Mallrats? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. This is what Kevin Smith yeah. said. Kevin Smith said that like they're Wait, not doing you're anything. Citing Ke- on this podcast, you're quoting Kevin Smith. Oh my god! I'm gonna <laughs> fucking run laps around my house. No, but Kevin Smith, because people have asked Kevin Smith, they're like, are you mad at Marvel because they copied your cinematic universe? And he's like, no, I mean, I love that stuff. And he also said that, like, if anything, he copied them oh, because yeah. he just exactly. loved comic books. And it's just comic books. Like, it, it, it's... Yeah, because he's got his whole Jersey trilogy and then the Jay and Silent Bob crossover. And they're, yeah, he, he has his own cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. And... I like it's trending. Everyone can kind of relate to superheroes because everyone wants to be a superhero. Tell me you haven't just imagined yourself saving the day doing something and like imagine myself doing something cool. Right. <laughs> Maybe not saving the day because I'm an asshole and I'm a very selfish individual, but I do cool stuff that I can't do in real life in my dreams. And you know, they got a superhero for you for that. They got a superhero for <laughs> You get a superhero, and you get a superhero, and you get a superhero. They, yeah. uh, and I think, like, they're easy to relate to, and I, I, when I saw this tweet today of what Ridley Scott said, it made me interested because it says they're mostly saved by special effects. <sighs> I, I, I'm also looking at, a, at, at another article that talked about it. He, he's fucking... I don't want to say Ridley Scott's dumb, <laughs> but that's just how I talk about these types of things. Ridley Scott, like I'm reading more of the quotes, and Ridley Scott's just fucking dumb. Okay. I think, yeah, <laughs> okay. Either I dropped or you dropped or somebody dropped. Yeah, no, we. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the the part that I'm looking at is uh, uh, the part that that you mentioned. Their scripts are not any fucking good. But then he goes on to say, I think I've done three great scripted superhero movies. One would be Alien with Sigourney Weaver. One would be fucking Gladiator. And one would be Harrison Ford. And then in parentheses, in Blade Runner. Oh. And I'm like, okay, well, dude, you're just doing that thing. You're saying, he's doing, he's doing the Jeff thing. 
Yeah, where he's like, well, we don't need a Borderlands movie because Mad Max Fury Road basically was. <laughs> you know? And it's like, okay, I, I see what you're saying, but dude, you... Like, Ridley, you're an amazing filmmaker. You don't make superhero movies. Like, stop it. Like, Gladiator is not a superhero movie. Alien is not a superhero movie. Blade Runner is not a superhero movie. Like, now, could Blade Runner be a comic book movie? Sure, I could absolutely see Blade Runner being a graphic novel. Like, but, but, Ridley, stop. Stop. Like, like, rolled up newspaper, smack him on the forehead. Like, bad intern. Yeah, that's, Stop it. What that's... are you doing? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, I, I see where he's going, but he, he is like, look at me, I'm in the press, I want people to write about me. <laughs> well, gosh dang it, Ridley Scott, what, what the heck are you saying, dude? That's just also, silly. He's, that's and this is, this is just an easy jab, I don't, I, I don't fully believe in this, I partially believe in this, but I don't fully believe in this, this is just an easy jab. Yeah. But the fucking guy who directed Prometheus should not be talking about anyone else's scripts not being any fucking good. Ooh. <laughs> for, for those listening, I love Damon Lindelof, he's like one of my favorite fucking people, but he can take it. Yeah. He redeemed himself by making Watchmen. Uh, yeah, I well, yeah, yeah. I think Watchmen. You know what I like? This is off topic. I like when they when they do a readaptation of something, and they modernize it. Like I'm real happy when they modernize it, but I'm also happier mm -hmm. when they take something that's really dark and gritty and just and they don't make it as dark and gritty. I just there's some things. Yeah. Like Watchmen. I know the movie's pretty dark, but the comic's even darker. And then same with The Boys. Like, I did not... I don't need it to be so edgy. I don't need all that edge rubbed up against me, you know? Like, I just... <laughs> I didn't see that. I, I, I think The Boys kind of uh, skirts a little outside of being too edgy because the stuff that, like, is actually impactful is so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, th there is some stuff in The Boys. Like, I remember talking to... Uh, um, the wife of a friend of mine who was not super big on the boys and i'm like no i get it like it, it, like the, i i believe that there is stuff in season two that is like amazing that you should see but i can totally see some other stuff happening in earlier episodes that you're like yeah i don't need to watch the show anymore yeah and that's fine exactly it, it's the show's it's a lot it's it's a lot <laughs> but the comic book's a lot more and that's that's the scary part. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, scary. the So what do you think? Do you think that Do you think that well, comic books are oh, oh yeah, yeah, give me your thesis. Let's go let's go off of that for a little bit. So uh, I, I I guess that what I'm using as my jumping off point is uh, the Disney Plus or, or Disney Plus Day announcements and all the new stuff. The, the, here's some new footage and here's some new logos and all that kind of like cool stuff. The other thing that I'm using as my dropping off point are two different things. One, I just watched Shang-Chi again recently because it's now on Disney Plus. If you didn't see it in theaters, you should definitely go watch it. Um, and I'm also using... Uh, for, before I talk about the second thing, I'm going to talk about Shang-Chi. To, to answer the question, I don't think that superhero movies are ruining cinema. Okay. But I think that the marketing engine 
and the Ooh, business side of everything a, and the hype train that comes with everything. And I'm going to talk about Marvel specifically because because th this is what I was kind of alluding to you before we started recording, which is like, it's not the Marvel movies, but it is the it, it's the business. It's the hype train around mm. everything that I do think is ruining cinema, because to say that the movies are ruining cinema for me personally, I'm, I'm, I say that a lot, but I just feel like I, in, in this day and age, you have to remind people, this is just my opinion. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a fucking- You must think what Jeff is thinking but, or you're wrong. <laughs> but again, I'm, I'm just gonna, and, and we had a whole episode about Shang-Chi. So if you wanna hear all of our thoughts on that, go check out that episode. Um, but just skipping to the final battle of Shang-Chi, it's the same fucking thing over and over again. It's the good guy and the bad guy, and they each have a different colored weapon. It's fucking Star Wars with the red and blue lightsabers. It's Harry Potter with the red and blue beams, laser beams shooting out of the wands. Yeah. And with Shang-Chi, it's I have blue rings, you have orange rings, and we're fighting, and it's all CGI, and we're on wires, and the background, like we're clearly in a studio surrounded by green fabric and walls painted green and it's all fake and who gives a shit because it's all just cgi but with shang chi because they laid the groundwork with the character development i fucking give a shit about the good guy shooting his cgi shit against the bad guy shooting his cgi shit yep and it's a movie that just fucking works for me because they put the groundwork in they it you can tell that the dude playing the dude is excited and pumped up about playing the dude. The guy playing the villain, you can tell that they took a lot of tender love and care to give the villain something more interesting to do other than just, I'm here to destroy the world because I'm evil. <laughs> like he's doing it for love and he, he doesn't want to kill his son. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like he, like he, it, it, it terrifies him to have to fight his son but his son is standing in the way of the woman that he loves and yeah. well of course i'm gonna walk over you like come on um and but you, yeah like they really put in the work for that and what you said just there is like my same exact answer i think i just didn't know how, and i think you you found the the missing puzzle piece for me because you are right it is the the marketing and the hype train and the business surrounding the films I think mm -hmm. is what's actually conditioning people and what's actually hurting people rather than the like if you just go see these films not all of them are great but there are some that really will tug at your heartstrings there are some that will really like you'll get emotionally attached people I mean like Endgame isn't that great of a film by like critic standards like it didn't rate that high even by popular opinion people prefer infinity war <laughs> and yet endgame had so much emotional value to general audience members because we had been watching these characters we've been watching iron man's journey for over 10 years it was earned it was earned it was earned and so like that's that's the thing like these these films create a connection they create uh, an emotional like anchor for people and that's yeah, why like, i don't like, i i we we put in we, we put the work in for the last 10 11 years and 
and they made it feel like that was a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. Ex yeah, exactly. And that's why people become invested and that's why new people get on and become invested as well. And that's why I don't think it's ruining the film and I, and I don't think that the films themselves are bad for for cinema. I don't think that they're ruining cinema. I don't think like if people go watch a bunch of superhero films, they're not going to like watching Dune. You know? Like it's going to have different mm -hmm. feels. They might they might have a preference just like how you prefer um horror films over probably watching a superhero film but you could still have a good time you know what i'm saying like that's that's the thing and i think like people are are quick to to jump on jump on and point a finger and it's easy to point a finger at i, I hate to say it like this it's easy to point a finger at the person who's like standing above everyone else the person who's who's on top you know like the people who keep making all the money and keep putting their face in front of you and this is really interesting. This is a really interesting point as well because I'm sorry, I'm kind of steamrolling over your your topic. No, go, go uh, dude. I, I have my stuff pre-recorded in my, in my brain place. <laughs> so you you say what you're gonna say, and and, and we'll go from there. Well, like, well, because I had this conversation with a coworker of mine, and it was it was way before like. This sparked this memory, really. Like, I, I didn't even... I'm connecting all these dots together right now. And she was saying, like, how much she just did not care for any of these things. Like, she didn't care for Marvel. She hates how, like, they're just churning and making money and they're ruining everything. And she just, like, hated the whole thing. And, like, the whole idea of it all. And she was just against it. And I go, but the people making these films, they're not... Yeah, like, they want your money so that they could keep making the films and so that they can live the life that they're living. But at the same time, they're putting love and effort. And I don't think anyone goes in here thinking, like, oh, how much money can we pull out of these guys this time? And she goes, well, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like, I think it, it, I got to the same conclusion with her after talking, not really, like, trying to convince her she's wrong, but really just asking her questions and saying, like, well, did you like this movie? Like, why'd you... You like the films, but, you know, you just... You don't want to support them because... And it's yeah, it's the industry. It's the the studios that like have an agenda and that are pushing that agenda on everyone because I don't know, I rarely know when something else is coming out. You know, like I I feel like I get lucky catching some of these other films that are coming out. If it wasn't for the, you know, if it wasn't for me just scrolling doom scrolling through YouTube or or Twitter. Whereas like I always know when the next marvel film's coming out because it's always in my face wherever i go everywhere i go i just exactly. constantly see marvel and you get kind of burnt out of that because you're just like i'm i'm so sick of looking at this it's like it's almost like being in a prison cell or it's almost like being in a prison cell. It's almost like like you went, you're like you're going to visit your grandma's house, or you're going to visit your aunt's house, and you you have to stay at the guest bedroom over the summer. And she has like this really <laughs> stupid like clown painting on the wall, and you hate that clown painting. But every day you have to go into that room and you have to look at that clown painting, but you can't put it down because it's like it's your grandma's freaking house, and like grandma's gonna like whip you if you if you touch that painting because she likes that painting there. And you're just like, I hate this freaking painting, but I have to look at it every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> your grandma is very different from my grandma but i get your point but yeah that's that's i i, I and i and it, of course they're gonna market it to hell because they want to get the ticket sales 
they want to get as many people into the the movies or onto their streaming service as possible so yeah and and so so you're kind of getting into the territory of of one of the things that i wanted to talk about which is it's it's the notion of like all the marketability it is exactly like you said like you know when a marvel movie is like you might be excited for any other movie like dune or the green knight hey here's this little movie that seems interesting but you don't necessarily have the release date committed to memory right but with a marvel movie you fucking know when that shit's coming out because if you don't see it as soon as possible it's gonna be ruined for you exactly whereas and go ahead sorry i'm interrupting but whereas like that's a great point because no one's going to go watch the green Knight. I say no one like the movie didn't make any money or something, but like compared to Marvel, it almost seems like no one goes to watch that movie. And so you could go watch that film and Twitter Reddit's not blowing up, showing spoilers, putting pictures, making memes of the film, right? Like nobody, nobody, the internet's not shutting down because of film release. Like I, I can safely go watch the last duel. I can safely go watch. I literally just watched my hero academia, the anime film that came out. There's nothing on the internet about it. I, I I was late to watch that film and I like nothing got spot. I didn't even know what the plot was about. I didn't even know the movie was coming out. I was walking to my theater and I saw a a movie poster for it. I was like, oh shit. Like, I need to go watch that. I'm a fan of My Hero Academia. Like, that's... (laughs) Okay, so what you just said, uh, I I was going to talk about one thing, but what you just said made me revert back to uh, an earlier thing that I was alluding to. Yeah. So the first movie I wanted to talk about was Shang-Chi. The next movie I want to talk about is exactly what you're talking about. So, bear with me, because uh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do a thing. I'm here. But there's a movie that came out a few years ago called Fast Color. Okay. Fast Color. Don't look it up. Don't don't look up the trailer and start playing it in the background. Because when I was thinking about this topic, in my head, I was like, oh, dude, Mario needs to watch Fast Color. Because... That to me is exactly what I'm talking about. Where like it's not the genre of superheroes that's ruining cinema. It's it's the whole like marketing thing and da da da. Because Fast Color is like a superhero movie that nobody's ever heard of, and it's a really good superhero movie. So it's not the movies. It's it's the business around it. And then I and then I realized if I send you this trailer and we start talking about it, and I start talking to you about this movie before you've even watched it. I'm doing exactly that. I am now marketing this movie to you, and I don't want to do that to you. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what What I will say, so there's a movie called Fast Color. It came out a few years ago. It's on Amazon. It's the best X-Men movie you've never heard of. <laughs> and, and again, I, I say this, uh, the, uh, the only other thing I'll tell you, it's just like it, it's an extremely low-budget, independent, it's kind of artsy indie film. And it's just about these three generations of women, and it's it it's kind of like the X Men, but that's okay. it. Okay. Um. And, and again, I was like, dude, like we need to like I, like you need to watch this movie. And and again, I didn't want to make the whole episode of the podcast about this one movie, but I was like, dude, we should use this movie as like a, a counterpoint to this topic. But then I was like, no, if we do that, then I am depriving you 
of actually getting to watch of, of getting to watch this movie as blind as possible and that's the point that that i will come to next which is uh exactly what you were talking about like the the thing that i think is kind of ruining the experience and that's another thing that you and i talked about was um it, it's not necessarily that the superhero movie is ruining cinema because if i mean fuck it, you could say that adam sandler movies are ruining cinema because <laughs> you know whatever and again like i i haven't watched any of his fucking netflix movies because they just don't interest me but i'm not gonna fucking stand on a pedestal and be like adam sandler sucks because i haven't fucking seen the movie so who am i to say i can't judge it's unfair but i do think that superhero movies are ruining the experience of cinema especially within the mcu because you can't get away from the precedence that this hype train generates yeah and what i mean by that is so for example just looking at uh uh the disney plus day announcements so apparently the character of echo is getting their own series and i'm just using this as an example okay i don't know anything about this character other than they're deaf and they are featured in the hawkeye series so at some point in the Hawkeye series, there's going to be a character named Echo who shows up. Now, given the fact that they just announced that Echo is getting their own series, I am going to be honing in on this character, and I am going to expect them to be really fucking cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because they're getting their own series. You've right. told me that. So if they're not really fucking cool... I'm going to be disappointed. And the reason I bring this up is because we already have precedence for this in the MCU. And I'm probably going to get shit for this. But I don't I don't know how many people listen to our podcast. Whatever. I, Couple, I, I, I about a dozen. You and me, I treat this as you and me having a conversation. That's, that's how it is. The, the, the precedence for me is Captain Marvel. When you watch Infinity War and half of the people in the cast fucking burn up in ashes and you have nick fury holding a pager going oh my god 50 percent of all life in the universe just died we need to call in the fucking cavalry and he dials up captain marvel your expectations fucking skyrocket you're like holy shit like captain marvel like okay you have just set the benchmark that Captain Marvel is going to save the fucking day. And again, I'm speaking for my person, but I watched Captain Marvel and I was like, that was all right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you watch Infin- and then and then you get to Endgame and you're like, okay, cool. They killed Thanos. And then she fucks off for like two and a half hours. And then she comes back. She takes out one ship. And I'm like, uh, okay. Like, like she did some stuff, but like why don't you do the stuff that you did at the end of your own movie right now like like, why are we worried about getting the god like why are we worried just keep flying around and disintegrating motherfuckers because <laughs> like she does the thing where it's like you know tony stark is like friday what's that and it's like oh it just came from the upper atmosphere and she like takes out that one ship and then she's like standing there going like, I'm here. Hey, Peter Parker, what's going on? You got a glove for me? And I'm like, bitch, keep flying. 
Like, every time you fly into something, it blows up. So keep going. What are you doing? Uh, so, so anyway, what, what, what I'm getting at is, is there was an expectation that was set up of like, okay, you just established this character as being the most powerful being in all the universe. You know, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like, the world just ended, for all we know. And Nick Fury is like, there's one person who can save the day. And she kind of sort of does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so when I look at this announcement and I see, all right, Echo's getting their own series. They better be the best fucking character to, to ever exist in all of Hawkeye. Because if they're not, I'm not like, why? Well, and yeah. It's, it, it, it's it, kind of the same thing with Agatha House of Harkness. And I'm just going to harp on this for, for a second more. Which is like, oh, and, and and this is where it kind of veers off for me, where I'm like, I'm looking at, okay, Agatha is getting her own series. And part of me goes, oh, well, that that must mean, and, and my, my sort of comic booky brain, my nerdy brain goes, oh, well, that must mean Agatha Harkness has an important part to play in phase five or phase six that we don't even know about. So, so we need to give her her own series so we can start planting the seeds for all of that. But then my other side of my brain goes, no, Jeff, people love Catherine Hahn. They want more Catherine Hahn. And that's kind of where I am, too, where I'm like, I fucking love Catherine Hahn. This is fucking dope. She gets her own series now as a superhero, like in the MCU. This is great for her. But I'm realizing that's what the investors want. That's what all the shareholders want. They want to know. They don't care what the story is or how we're planting seeds or how we're like, outlining and bullet pointing like what's gonna uh come to fruition in phase five and phase six they just care what actors and what characters are gonna play well with the people who are are are, are giving us their money and that's kind of where it is yeah well yeah it you you hit i mean you hit all the right points like i agree with you you brought up the agatha part uh point and that's kind of what i was gonna say is I feel like it should be more organic. Like even if they're planning to release Echo, don't tell us till after Hawkeye is over. Exactly. Don't. There don't, you go. Because if That's you tell us yeah. beforehand, then it's like what you said. Our expectations are like now. I'm gonna look up Echo. Now I'm gonna start YouTubing Echo. Now I'm gonna start like even if I don't do any of that, like when Echo comes on screen, I'm like. I, I'm, I'm more intrigued like something but and, and for all we know she could just show up on she could show up for like two scenes and that's it and she probably yeah. give she probably is just there to progress the plot right she's probably there to give them the goober and then they they take the goober <laughs> it you know and then and then they go I and they go do something else there. thank you thank you and uh, <laughs> so like like, yeah, yeah, no, I have to agree with you. Like, the, the marketing is so... They rely... I'm not saying that they should rely on this, but they rely so much on hype. And hype is is not a good... Th in my opinion, it's not a good thing to market off of. I, I think, like, what hype does is it can create resentment. And it, it has done that, actually. There are plenty of people that I know that I've personally spoken to and that you can see on the internet that just resent the machine that marvel is dude and, uh, uh just quick tangent because yeah. you'll relate to this fucking steven oh yeah 
Oh yeah, that's that's one of the people I was thinking of while he I was gave saying up that. After Ultron, because like mm-hmm. I, I I talk to him like a, a lot about like stuff like that's going on, and dude, like nobody knows comics better than that man. Yeah, yeah, he stays on top concerned. of that stuff. But uh, and this is kind of like a whole other tangent, which I'll I'll postpone until later or whatever. But like his thing is like, oh yeah, like I I I don't care about any of the movies or anything i I watched the spider-man stuff because i like spider-man um but yeah that's it and i'm like fuck man because because he saw the matrix code you know where he was just like i see where this is going and i just don't have the patience to keep up with that shit yeah and he's just like i'm gonna cut out but at the at the same time he's also like a really big dc and he keeps up with everything dc yeah like everything yeah. he, he's seen all the fucking CW he's seen shows. all the cw shows he's watched all the the he subscribed to the warner brothers thing and like it, but he what he told me was that he had to choose like he you know he couldn't invest his time into both dc and marvel and so he mm. chose dc because he he prefers dc and, and yeah. he's he likes fun. he likes what he likes and like I have, I can't even get mad at him for that because I've not watched any of the DC stuff because I'm I feel like I don't have time for it. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> are, are are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> like eight seasons of Arrow, eight seasons of The Flash, fucking Supergirl, no, and, no, and Legends like, of Tomorrow, Legends two seasons of... of Black Lightning, or however long that shows. So on. much stuff, and like I'm over here saying that. And yet, I'm the same. This is the same Mario that gets mad at people. They're like, "Well, I don't have time to watch all the Marvel films." I'm like, "What do you mean you don't have time?" Like me, fanboying, well, <laughs> fan rage. But to be fair, I, I think that that is kind of an important point of contention at this point in the game. You know, c- kind of along the, the the topic that we're talking about. Like, like if you want to watch Shang Chi, you probably could. If you want to watch Eternals, even you probably yeah, could on their own. But there are a, a handful of subtle nuances that you're not going to understand unless you've seen at least one other movie, like, like Shang Chi. Like they talk about the blip. Yeah, you know, and everybody, you want to understand what that is. Saying that, you got to watch Endgame. Oh well, fuck me. If you got to watch Endgame, then you got to watch everything. Else. You know, like yeah. That's the thing. Like, Endgame does not make sense unless you watch everything else. You know, I did a thing, I, and I don't know how this works. We'll have to test this on someone. We'll, we'll need a guinea pig for this. But, like, I, I did a thing where I wanted to rewatch the Marvel films, but I didn't want to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. And so I only watched the Avenger films. And Okay. Uh, that worked. That worked pretty well. The thing was, is I was like, as I was watching the Avenger films, I was like, man... I want to... It made me go watch each other Marvel film. So I ended up watching all the Marvel films. <laughs> because all I wanted to do was watch Infinity War and Endgame again. And then I was like, man, I really want to see what it was like leading up to this. I want to see where they came. And I watched Avengers. And I was like, why did nobody like Age of Ultron? So then I watched Age of Ultron. And then I was like, there has to be something else that was wrong with this. Why did no one like Thor? Like, I watched them out of order. But then I ended up just watching everything. Watching all of them. I was like, okay, Thor, Thor... This, you know, Thor, I, I will, I will, I don't know. As of right now, I will die saying this. Uh, Thor Dark mm-hmm. World, I don't think is as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. I think the first Thor is pretty bad. I think, it, it, I think I just, 
Yeah. I think the skeleton of the first Thor is really good. Like, if I were to tell you the plot of the first Thor, it's fantastic. But then if you were to watch it, you're like, this isn't what you told me the movie was. And I was like, but it it is. It's Eternals. It's Eternals. Dude, I just fucking... Like again, like because Thor again to, to like I, I feel like you and I have talked about this. I can't remember, but like Thor to me feels like the origin story and the sequel at the same time. Yes, because it's like here is here is here is the so hero's much. journey. It's the origin of a superhero, but it's also a coming of age tale, and and origin and coming of age are typically not told in the same realm, right? Like in the same story. Because you, know. you want to do that in the second film. Because he loses his powers in the first film, which for most movie superhero movie tropes happens in the second film. Yeah. Like, like we see that in Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man know, and, Far and, From Home, which is the trailer's playing right now. He for I mean, they did a bad job with it. Like, he's supposed to not have his Spidey sense. But uh, yeah. even... Yeah, but... Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, for an origin tale, it's someone who is ordinary who becomes worthy. Right. And in Thor, he already is worthy, but he loses the power and then has to figure out how to become worthy again. So but, it's like, well, yeah, and eh. we don't we as an yeah. audience don't feel bad that he's lost the power. Anyways, yeah, we're 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 getting uh, <laughs> we we, to, we just that's Thor for you. That's our Thor review. If you enjoyed that. <laughs> well, no, but but, but I, I do think that that speaks to kind of what we're talking about though is that like it's it's a te- like the the thing that kind of falls apart with this whole conglomerate of of uh, I I don't even know how to describe it. I'm I'm getting so scatterbrained in my brain. You're good. The the films just have to be good. Yes. And I feel like cuz cuz one of the things that we talked about last week when we were talking about Eternals was the the fact of like how big or 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 rather how much eternals is Mm -hmm. because we're we're talking about celestials and all the cosmic intergalactic war and and it's like all this stuff going on and if if you've been keeping up with the mcu it's like okay well we have wandavision and we have loki and then we have what if and we're going into spider-man no way home and it's like okay multiverse like that's the thing that like we're really trying to harp is like multiverse here's how the multiverse works and here's alternate timelines and here's how they can influence each other multiverse 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 and then all of a sudden here comes the fucking eternals and you're like celestials and wait a minute wait a minute i thought i was supposed to be paying attention to this other shit like what's going on here and technically, Shang-Chi kind of falls into that as well. Yeah. Because it doesn't have anything to do with the multiverse. Technically, Black Widow, Falcon Winter Soldier, doesn't have fuck all to do with the multiverse. Nope. But what's interesting about those properties, specifically with Falcon Winter Soldier, Black Widow, and Shang-Chi, is their regular, normal, everyday people dealing with shit yeah well now, granted you you can get into like the the visual effects and the stunts and all that stuff of like well clearly these people are superhuman anyway because no one would survive the shit that they go through but i feel like that's where eternals kind of diverted 
because these are fucking gods. Like th these are th these are people that I can't really relate to in any way because like th <clears throat> there are no stakes, there's no tension, there's no danger for these people. Well, like when I see Shang Chi on the bus, I'm like, well, yeah, he's he's clearly gonna be a superhero. Like I I know he's not gonna die. Like I I know I I've seen a movie before, but when I see the Eternals in the same situation, I'm like. Yeah, but they wouldn't die even if they like they they're not gonna die anyway. They're they're fucking guts. Like, what are you talking about? Which it's and funny I, that you I feel say like that. That's part of what we're talking about too. Is like, well, you, you have to know who your characters are. Yes, yes. And, and like the way I see it is, so the 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 normal people they're showing where the world is at currently after Endgame. Then you have. The other people, the outworldly people, not Eternals, like Loki and Wanda and stuff like that, they're showing what is to come in the, the future. Enhanced. The enhanced, yes. Thank you. The the, <laughs> the dare I say it. <laughs> the meta humans. The non M word. <laughs> the oh oh okay. I could say I was gonna say I uh, dude. I was thinking meta humans because that's what. Uh, DC calls them. Oh, that's what DC calls them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mutants. Dare I say the word mutants? Uh, yeah. So you, like you have, yeah. you have like these. They're showing like what's going to happen in the future. What the threat is. The threat is to come, um, and how and like uh, why it's coming, uh, and so. I think what Eternals does is it's showing it's kind of going back to the present. It's like, okay, well, because they kind of mentioned it during their, their Disney plus day. And I'm pretty sure they're setting up. There, there's so many things happening in this world and they're setting up each one. And I'm kind of just along for the ride or I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the next thing to come up. And I'm, but I, I can see as a general viewer, it's like those things can be really confusing. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back around to us talking about like the marketing and how like in actuality, it's the marketing that's kind of ruining and burning people out of these, these things just for anyone that might say like, well, the superhero films, they're made formulaically. And that's another way of conditioning people watch a superhero film and then they won't want to enjoy some other film because the way that Marvel has made their formula they won't appreciate Dune for what it is because it's not it's not written how Marvel writes their things or nobody likes DC because it's not written how Marvel made it let me go to another franchise that has been super successful and did the same thing and I think would continue be doing the same thing if not, you could argue is doing the same thing still. And it doesn't matter that it's superheroes. This is the part where you talk about the thing that you always talk about, isn't it? Star Wars. <laughs> so as... I love you, Mario. <laughs> Star Wars this is, is... This is all you've been thinking about since you came up with this idea isn't it a, a little bit a little bit <laughs> star, star wars is a lot like the mcu um except 
with less structure. <laughs> so the MCU had, has a lot of planning. That's a lot of backbone. So when I say structure, the MCU has foundation. Those That foundation is the years of comics and stories already written. They know what stories to pull from. They know what stories work. They know what comics sold the best. They know what story lands, story, story lands, story Story, whatever they know what stories fans storylines storylines gosh i couldn't think of that <laughs> they know what storylines fans enjoyed the most they can go they may they may drop the ball a lot with it <laughs> the phoenix saga or they may succeed really well infinity wars star wars doesn't have that george lucas was essentially the foundation because it all came from his head uh they disney decided to get rid of the the all the extended universe um and they called it legends it's no longer canon so that they could write their own thing imagine if the mcu did that imagine if the mcu imagine if the mcu was like you know those comic books you like we're just going to say that they didn't exist anymore none of that stuff actually ever happened it's just we're we're gonna write our own stories, and they don't even they don't even take from any of it, or they take what they they take snippets what they think they like, and yada yada. Right? That's essentially what they did with Star Wars. Okay, I I don't I think it was a good call. We can argue, it can be argued either way. Um, where I'm going at with this is, even though they did that, and even though fans kind of like boycotted Disney, and they were mad at Disney, and they didn't like. The, the stories that were being written from Star Wars, me being one of them, not liking some of the films that came out from that, uh, and other films not getting the attention that they deserve, Solo. Star Wars, the, the, the sequel trilogy along with the Star Wars stories made a shit ton of money. I mean, they kept breaking records money billions of dollars billions of dollars as the star as the internet was on fire telling them to stop we don't like this i'm gonna say literally splitting the fan base down the line 50 percent mcu doesn't have a 50 percent fan base but even dc fans are like yeah that's pretty cool i like that dude in the iron suit like no Star Wars fans were at each other's throats and they they did what they could to try to pick, put the pieces together but they still made money. Why did they still make money? Because of the fucking marketing. Yeah. There was you knew Star Wars was coming out every December because they played it nonstop everywhere. They made toys, they made cups, they made billboards, they played commercials, they made cars! There's a Rogue One car! <laughs> yeah. It was everywhere. There were car commercials of it. There were, you couldn't get away with Happy Meals. There were, everything was Star Wars. So much so, before the second movie, Last Jedi was over, People were already talking about Star Wars fatigue. How? We're in 10 years worth of MCU. Wait, where, where were we at that point, though? 
like it, it was just Force Awakens and Last Jedi. No, or, it was Force Awakens, Rogue One, right? Uh, Rogue One, um, and then I think Solo, and then, well, uh, okay, and then it was Last Jedi. I mean, I, I mean, to, to me again, that that just goes back to you know what, what you and I have talked about before, which was part. A, a, a huge part of what made Star Wars special was that it was fleeting. It yeah. was you had the original trilogy, and then oh, and Mandalorian all... was coming out. Sorry, right. Uh, like we had the original trilogy, and then everybody went on living their lives, and then they... oh wow. Cut out for a long time. He usually never cuts out this long. Oh wow! Did I lose him completely? I'm sorry, guys. I'm Every... sorry. Hey, Jeff. Jeff. Did I cut out? You cut out for a while. <laughs> Longer I'm than sorry. I. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, uh... No, I, I, I was just saying, like Star Wars was a thing that happened every so often, and then as soon as we got to the sequel trilogy, it was like Star Wars. Here's the thing, and here's another Star Wars thing, and a Star Wars over here, Star Wars over there, and it was like, oh well, it, this used to be special, but now I'm just saturated with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that's how people felt about Star Wars. And again, me, I'm biased. I would. I I would watch Star Wars nonstop. Like I I'm happy. I never felt that fatigue. I was happy that st I was getting something Star Wars related every single year. I think I still am. I'm getting like one Star Wars piece of content every single year. But it's it's not the um the 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 you know, it's not it didn't get as much love as the MCU is. And I'm not trying to say this to be vain. My point is it doesn't matter that it's superheroes it doesn't matter it, it, it this was a sci-fi genre this was a sci-fi epic and it was talking about you know it's it's going on about um good versus evil which is kind of like superheroes but you know luke skywalker isn't wearing a mask and he's talking about rebellion and then there's politics and then there's the force like it's its own universe it's its own thing it's its own entity it's science it's fantasy i'm not gonna say science fiction it's fantasy right because doom right. is science fiction uh and, and 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 like that fantasy genre it could be fantasy genre it could be sci-fi it could be superheroes it could be uh horror films if it's getting marketed, if the studio wants it to succeed, they will pump money into it to have it succeed. Now, I'm not saying that, like, anything will succeed if you market it the crap out of it. Obviously, like, there has to be... Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's not a jab at Batman v Superman. Like, that, that happened. Like, we can all acknowledge that. That movie did not perform as well as it was speculated to have performed and that's why justice league happened yeah yeah it, 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 but everyone knew batman v superman was going to come out and then because it came out and everyone saw it they're like screw that and then it lost a lot of money because they told their friends not to go watch it it wasn't worth it or those people that usually watch a movie probably three times over didn't go watch it three times over <laughs> and, and yeah, like Batman v Superman is yeah. a perfect example of you can market something a lot 
and it's not going to it, it will still fail. Star Wars is going to succeed because right. we love there is already a fan base. If not the largest fan base, it it's the large I don't think it, Star Wars has the largest fan base anymore. I think they have the oldest fan base, but it was it's it's a huge that the most hardcore probably yeah because like i would i would probably say that like superhero like mar mcu now has the largest fan base just because of general audiences you know just more of like Mm -hmm. those casual viewers but you have those people that will show up no matter what you know my dad was one of those people that just did not like the sequel films at all he didn't know how to feel Mm -hmm. about it it didn't make him feel the same way my uncle didn't feel the same way my uncle hated them as well like i was probably the only one in my family that enjoyed them because they were my movies they were my star wars right they were they're marketed towards me at the time and yet they went to watch every single one matter of fact me and my dad went to go watch every single opening star wars film because we love star wars and we wanted to watch star wars together and it was like, mm-hmm. we don't care. We don't really care how bad this movie is. We don't care if we don't think this movie is Star Wars. We don't care that we have different opinions about this film. We're here because, you know, this is like our family tradition. And I think that's what helped that film. Kind of just like what what the MCU is doing now with Echo. It's like, hey, for those of you that are keeping up with... Uh, you know the the story, and you you know you want to keep up. We got this brand new character that's gonna be coming out. You you want to know more about her? Well, you can catch her in our Hawkeye TV show that's gonna be showing up right around Thanksgiving. Oh, t- make sure you tell your family members to watch it with you, and don't don't forget to look out for Echo because Echo's gonna yeah. be in there. Don't don't forget to look out for Echo. Uh, like you well, think and, and, that's all coincidence? <laughs> well, and, and well, no, and and because one of the other big things, uh, w- which kind of goes along with what we're talking about, so Shang Chi. One of the things that we t- and spoiler alert, just in case nobody's <laughs> watched the movie yet, but at the post credits we have Bruce Banner. Yeah. Not Professor Hulk. Bruce. But Banner. we have Bruce Banner, and his arm is still in the sling, right? Yeah. In the footage that they released of She Hulk. We have Professor, Professor Hulk, Hulk. Yep. kind of talking to her. His arm is not in the sling. And it's become this whole thing of like, hey, this is Shang-Chi. This is Shang-Chi's moment. Shang-Chi is in the spotlight. Now it's She-Hulk, like Jessica Walters. Is that her name? I think that's her name. I'm going to keep talking like that's her name. Tatiana Maslany. I know the actress at the very least. Like, this is her <laughs> moment to shine. We're introducing this new character. Nobody like like the biggest conversation pieces are around like what's going on? What's why is it Bruce Banner? Like I thought I thought he was the Hulk and him at the same time, but now it's just Bruce Banner. And it's like fuck, dude. Like the <laughs> yep. conversation has become around the fucking side character who just showed up in the trailer and the post credit sequence for like two seconds. When like it, it should have been about something it entirely be about different. The people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And but but here's the thing. Like, like, like exactly what you were talking about, like with Star Wars and 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 uh, everything that we're talking about with the 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 hype train and and the marketing about it. Yeah. You and I know this. What I'm about to say, you and I know this. Many people know this. Okay. Marvel, and and we're talking about Marvel. Well, we're kind of talking about Disney because we're talking about Star Wars as well. But yeah. Disney does not have to do any marketing whatsoever. 
basically. Yeah. You, you like if you want to release a, a a a poster that's just a logo that says Marvel Ironheart, Marvel She-Hulk, Marvel Agatha House, whatever it is. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. You have us. Like you got it. Like Book of Boba Fett, I'm going to watch it. Rogue Squadron, I'm going to go see it. Like whatever it is. And, and you and I know this. Yeah. Consumers, and again, like there are some people who are, who just go see stuff to go see stuff, and that's a different story. But like, like we know, you don't have to spend all this money in marketing. And I'm gonna use Spider-Man No Way Home as an example for this but, because that was a movie that that has been very divisive in the sense that like there's all these theories of like who's gonna show up, is Toby in it, is he not in it, blah 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 blah, and. Like, dude, you didn't have to even release a fucking trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. I was gonna be there. But they released a fucking trailer anyway. Yeah. And the reason for that, and, oh. and this is a very important thing that, that people need to understand, is that you and I know that. Like, you and I know that they don't need to do any marketing. People who, like, YouTubers and people who are in the, the pop cultural zeitgeist of social media and we're on Twitter and blah, 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 we know that they don't need to do, they don't need to release any posters that have images, they don't need to release any trailers that show footage. We're gonna fucking go. Investors who are the people paying everyone's bills for these companies don't know that. They need to see marvel put a trailer on youtube so that they can see all the views that that trailer generates yes and yes. that is because here's the thing that uh, again like like uh, I, i'm just I'm, I'm saying this and it's gonna make me sound like i'm smart and and self-righteous and stuff but i am saying this because a lot of people don't know this when a movie like endgame makes billions of dollars that money that they generate does not it's not like they're going, oh, hey, look, we made a billion dollars. Now we get to make more movies. No, 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 They made a billion dollars. That goes into a bunch of people's bank accounts. Yeah. The budget that goes into the next thing is money that they generate from people who give them money. Like, that's how the system works, is that they, they find investors to give them money. They make a thing. That movie makes a certain amount of money to pay off the budget. They pay back the investors and anything on top. That's why people live in mansions. That's why people drive really expensive cars. That's all of that type of stuff. And that's the reason that the hype train exists. That's the reason why the marketing engine exists is because the investors are like, okay, cool. Your last movie made a bunch of money. But we need to know that people are going are, are interested in seeing this movie. So they release a trailer on YouTube and then they see, you know, 20 to like 200 million people watch the trailer in the first minute that it was on the Internet. OK, cool. Here's all of our money because we understand that people are interested in seeing this movie. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think is also kind of ruining the audience expectation is like for me. I wish there wasn't a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. You know, in a There's safe, so in a, much speculation that I'm like, dude, don't show me anything. Don't show me anything. Yeah, I was kind of, I was as much as I wanted to see a trailer, I was honestly hoping that they kept teasing us until the movie came out. 
And then after the movie was out yeah. for like a week or and so, release like, a trailer. What you're talking about is it. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what you're talking about. The hope or, or the hype or whatever is like. Yeah. I don't want there to be a trailer. I really, really don't want there to be a trailer. Please don't release anything. Please don't release anything. I want to know as little as possible. That being said, if you put a fucking trailer on YouTube, I'm watching it immediately. Yeah. And you and, bring and, up... and that's sort of the, the 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 downfall. That's the detriment to all of this. Is like, dude, I only like stop. I only watch this shit because you put it out there. Yeah. I only look at the poster because you released it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. I don't want you to though. Yeah. <laughs> like I I want to I want to experience this and I want that excitement. I want that thrill of like I don't know what I'm about to watch, but here we go. You know. But the fact is that that's the culture that we live in you have to generate hype you have to build that marketing and it's, it's just like fuck I, I, stop it that's the that's the crazy thing like you bring up a fantastic point is that like yeah the trailer because you're right marvel has they have credibility they have credibility with the audience any they're going you just announce something and they're going to go watch it we are going to go watch it as an audience and they're going to make money but the 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 i didn't even think about that like the money's for the investors and and that's mm -hmm. kind of how like the video game world works as well is like they will do things for the investors there are things like they will put like let's say there's this gun in this game and the investors you know they're trying to get the investors money and they want to see where their money's coming from and they say like like okay, we're gonna we, we want to add new content to the to the game, and so like you you could be playing on the same. Let's take Call of Duty Leaks for example. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna speak out of context here, but like we're gonna I don't know for sure what's happening, but I can I can guess or I can talk about World of Warcraft because I, I quit playing WoW because this was a problem. I know it sounds like it's off topic, but hear me out. It'll it'll, it'll reach around. So like Call of Duty, there's there's a there's a map, and it I've played on the same stupid map for years. But they keep making new skins for me to buy with my actual money. And it's like, it's like, stop. Like, you obviously have the resources and the time and you're producing content. Produce content for the players. The reason they're doing this is because the market, they, 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 they want to get money from the investors, like what you're saying. And the investors want to see return in their investment. And like, what's the fastest way of doing that is by getting people the to just like immediately pay with their wallets on something so what they'll do is they'll put a new gun to the game that you can buy early on and that gun is the strongest gun in the game and so like you're not balancing the game for the players you're balancing the game for the investors because they say like look 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 at what we did give us more money please so that we can mm -hmm. continue doing this. Look how many people bought this thing. And so they keep there's there's the game and then there's the 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 small little window that has like like hey, buy this new costume here. Hey, buy this new skin for the gun. Hey, you can unlock the gun through challenges or you can skip the challenges and just buy the gun. Like and then you'll have the most OP gun in the game and so it's like they're focusing on this little aspect of the game instead of focusing on the actual like intellect like the actual game itself and so we get stuck with like content like bare minimum content and and that has yeah. such an influence on everything 
that that goes on around us and so like um uh corridor digital this is these are people that um i'm glad you brought them up that we talk about a lot they made an announcement uh, i want to say a year or so back and they said that they do not like how the industry is run and i didn't understand what they were talking about they obviously didn't like you know, they didn't shoot at anyone there were no shots fired they just said we don't like how mm-hmm. the industry's run we're gonna try to we're gonna try to revolutionize this or whatever so they came up with this own way where they have it to where people give them money but you give them money into what like you want to watch so if you want to watch them play dungeons and dragons you put money into dungeons and dragons and they will craft the dungeons and dragons thing for you and if it's if you really liked it and you want them to do better the profits that they made to that go directly into dungeons and dragons so it's just like what you were saying jeff where it's like right. okay if this movie was 200 million dollars but it made 400 million dollars instead of the extra 200 million going into the pockets of the investor it's going directly into the next movie oh great we just started with the foundation of what we had last time let's add on to exactly so it's whenever because the industry is built this way you have all this marketing happening uh and, and and like you have this hype that's that's being built and so and i i brought this up a little bit i hinted at this a little bit so whenever we go and we watch a film and you said this too. We go and we watch a film. We go and we watch Thor. Or we go, what's something? We go and we watch Eternals. And it gets mm-hmm. the worst rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it, it's, or we go and we watch Black Widow. We just don't like what we saw. And we were, this movie was marketed towards us like crazy. And we're like, okay, we get it. Eternals is coming out. Okay, hey, isn't it that weekend where Eternal? Isn't it that month where Eternals coming out? What what day of the month does it come out? Oh right! Oh thank you YouTube with the Eternals trailer. Okay. Oh thank you, right. uh, 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 newbies. While I, because I got to the movie theater thirty minutes earlier for showing me Eternals coming out on this day. Like oh, okay, I get it. Eternals is coming out. Um. So then I go and watch Eternals. I don't like it, but I went and I watched it. Whereas if it was another movie like freaking uh red note or the one with the gal gadot and the red rock notice. and red notice yeah. thank you like red notice i am not i i don't appeal to that film i saw one trailer for it never saw another trailer it came out i had the option to watch it i was like yeah whereas good whereas if i see like 50 trailers it's like that friend that yeah. like that co-worker or that friend that's like hey did, did did you see Eternals? And you're like, no, I haven't seen it yet. And then the next day, you're like, did you see Eternals? No, no, I haven't seen it yet. And then it goes on for a week. And then it's like, man, you, you just, you almost want to call in sick to work because you don't want to disappoint them again. And so right. you watch Eternals. You're like, yeah, I watched Eternals. And yeah, that's, well, that's what they do to you. It's funny that you bring that up because I, I remember, like, I watched one trailer for Red Notice. Yep. And, and, and I'm sorry to use this as a punching bag, but like, fuck, <laughs> fuck they made guys. their money. It's, it's, they made their the money. Rock, it's Gal Gadot, yeah. and it's Ryan Reynolds. You guys are fine. They're fine. Fuck yourselves. Um, and I love all of you. I mean, same, same. Gal Gadot. I I, I don't want to sound like a guy who hates women, but Jesus Christ, stop giving this person roles. Or, or just we need we need to find a different lane for Gal Gadot. I feel like I, I I just I'm very like 
I'm very unimpressed by her at this point. But uh, that's beside the point. Like, I saw <laughs> one trailer for Red Notice, and I was like, I'm good. I don't need to yeah. see any more of that. I'm done. And then I couldn't get away from... And, and again, like, like uh, the Eternals trailers and like the, the marvel is so fucking weird because they'll release like three different trailers and then it's like marvel featurette yeah like i remember i remember sh the, the same thing happened with shang chi where they're like featurette fighting style or like featurette a hero's journey featurette a father's struggle you know like i i it's stuff that comes up in my feed and yeah. i just don't actually watch i, I just scroll past it but i'm like Again, it's, it's it's exactly what I was saying earlier. Like, Marvel, stop. Yeah. I'm going to go see Like, <laughs> you're fucking Marvel. going to go see it. Stop advertising. What are you doing? And, you know, part of it is is, is the, the whole notion. Uh, I remember I was watching someone on YouTube uh, uh, recently um, where they talked about... Uh, it's cut. They basically were saying something akin to the fact that it's weird that there are still movie trailers shown in movie theaters because you would think that they would have realized that when you go to see a movie in a movie theater, like we're in the year 2021, social media is a big thing, the internet is like such a tool. When you go to see a movie in movie theaters, and they show trailers before the movie. Motherfucker, I've seen all these trailers already. And, I, I think that's and like... I, and I started... But I, I don't think that's I, for the general audience, though. Like, honestly, we're... Like, us and the people that we watch on YouTube, we're a niche. Like, we're a niche group of, of people. Like, there are so many people that don't know... Like, my friends... All my nerdy friends, my community, dude, the people that listen to this podcast, they don't know anything unless I post it on Twitter or I retweet it or I uh, post it on the Discord. Okay. Uh, Caitlin knows nothing and she lives with me. <laughs> she lives <laughs> Like, we, like, we are... I mean... I, I want to... I, I literally want, like... I see where you're going out with this and I understand that sentiment, but there... I've. Yeah, I feel like I'm alone. You are you are quite literally the only person in my personal life that keeps up with this stuff that I can talk to. None of my coworkers, none of my friends, none of my D and D party members, none of my acquaintance friends that I see once or twice a year. Like, I I feel so alone. <laughs> I feel so well, that, 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 that's fascinating just because I, I, I guess part of it, like, like I, I, I just need to realize that I'm, I'm up my own ass. And <laughs> I, I, I think that because, again, like, like I, I was trying to wrap my head around like, oh, that, that's an interesting point. Like, if I'm at the theater watching the movie, then the marketing already did its job. So why are you still showing me movie trailers? Like, clearly I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you know, but and obviously that was, you know, pre-internet. That's how you advertise movies. You, I mean, fucking episode one to bring it back to Star Wars. Like people bought tickets to movies that came out in 1999 or even 1998, even just to see the trailer for Phantom Menace. Oh, that's crazy. Like you, would, you 
bought a ticket to a movie just to watch the trailer and then you fucked off and you know fucking jingle all the way made 200 billion dollars at the box office and it's like well technically we just wanted to see the trailer for phantom menace we didn't actually stay for the movie i i didn't well you know, okay I well in like movie. and and like but uh, i have i i, I take it i have one person at work that i can I can talk to that's seen the trailers, but they won't go watch the films. Like they'll know what's coming up because they are in this film industry, but they have different taste in films than me and you. Uh, okay. But so, so that's one person out of the dozens of people that I'm like, we are a niche group of people. And so can, can, can I make a confession to you now? Yes. Okay. Be, because you do bring up an interesting point of, of uh, how kind of, so I, Okay. I'm, I'm burying the lead here. I have not seen a single... Le- oh, God. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm outing myself right now. It's okay. But I, I, I just feel vulnerable. You're in a like safe place. To- no, but, but, but we're talking about how the, the marketing machine and the hype train and all of that. Like, da, 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 da. I'm going to admit something to you right now. Yeah. I have not seen a single episode of WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Loki. That's so interesting. I have merely watched YouTube videos about you, these shows. You talk about them, and and I have read articles. Uh, dude, I, I'm gonna fuck it. I'm outing myself. Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna try to do better in the future. I'm pledging, but I, I I feel like what we're talking about is is pertinent to to this issue. I I have not actually watched any of those series it's merely compiling clips here and there from what is released on the internet yeah it's reading articles it's watching youtube essays and and people talking about it and that's so crazy uh, that's so funny because yeah i literally like you would have fooled me dude you had such strong opinions and you reference things that are in the show but now that i think about it you do kind of say the same thing over and over again <laughs> I, I I bring this up now to 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 talk about the fact that like yeah like the, there is a formula to it like there are trends to it that you can kind of pick up on on like you know uh, like like is it ruining cinema like to, like to go back to the the thesis statement of of, of what we're talking about like I don't. You so. would, I mean, like, fuck you. It's not ruining cinema. That's no. a little bit on the high horse. But, no. like, yeah, like, it, it is getting to a point of, like... Well, here's the thing. Soup, yeah. here's the, yeah. here's the, it's a, it's a, it's a trick question, I guess you could say. Superhero films aren't ruining cinema. Studio executives are ruining cinema. But surprise, surprise, we already knew that. Did he cut out? Or is this like... I, I cut out for a little bit. Okay, Wait, dude, that was so dramatic. I'm so sorry. It was so dramatic, I got scared. <laughs> Wait, no, what happened? I said, I said, uh, superhero films aren't ruining cinema. Studio executives are ruining cinema. Surprise, surprise. We already knew that. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Less no, dramatic but, now, but... <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, uh, but but I I, I want to piggyback on on what you just said because uh, and also just to kind of justify some stuff I said earlier. 
when, when I talk about like investors and businessy and like, oh, we've got mansions and Lamborghinis, da, 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 I'm not talking about Kevin Feige. No. I'm not talking about like the showrunners and the people who I'm not talking about Mark uh, uh, Malcolm Spellman who did uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not talking about uh, uh, fuck. I can't think of anybody's name. Dude, but you thought m- I, more than me. I, I, I'm just saying there are people who are the showrunners and and the people who are steering the ship who who are there for the creative. Like I believe that. I absolutely yeah. believe that. Like again. Nobody goes to work in a writer's room or on a set going, hey, we're going to make some shit today. We're going to make some absolute crap. We're only here for the money, right? Nobody cares about what we're doing. We're all agreed with that, right? Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah, I agree. I'm talking about the people who you don't see. Yeah, doing you'll never see them. Who you don't hear from in the, you know what the best magazine part is? articles. They probably never watched any of the films either. They do, and they're just like, look at all the pretty colors. Nah, dude, I don't believe it. <laughs> I believe, like, for them, it's like, uh, uh, you know what? You, you yeah, you, I, like, uh, I, I'm pretty there's sure at least I, one. There's at least one. Yeah, there's always that exception. <laughs> they, there's at least somebody for them. Uh, it's yes, like the stock I, markets, dude. Like, you see stocks, and you just you just click a button. You don't know what those stocks are. Like, who cares? Like. <laughs> I, I will see you, and there is somebody at Disney who is not, who, who is just I- exactly what I just said. They're like, I haven't seen a single episode of that one show. <laughs> but I, like, I made, I, I made half a million dollars from it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see Thor Ragnarok. What, what's every, what's the big deal? Uh, you know, there, there's, there, yeah, there's some executive at Disney that has not seen Endgame. The for fuck's sake, jeez, jeez, that's so scary to think. It was, about. T- it was too long. I'm pretty I'm sure they show up to like all the red carpet events. That's who the audience members are full of. Yeah. <laughs> the, but yeah, like, I, 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 okay. So we talked about that. I think like that's that's a good point. Let's let's talk about something else, right? Like, I I think we can agree that the marketing, the heavy marketing, and where the marketing's coming from, and why the marketing's happening, like. I think those are all valid points and those are all like things that um, need to be understood and that you shouldn't really hate the movie itself. It's it's a product of something else and it's not its fault for being born, okay? It's not its fault. It's definitely it's it's a love child. It's a love child of of what you could say greed. But I want to talk about I want to bring this up. This is something that I Superheroes have had effect on, and I, and I don't think it's just superheroes. I think, I think, I think it's anything that becomes really trendy and popular. Superheroes have had an effect on what other creators decide to create. And what I'm referencing is DC. What I'm referencing is Warner Brothers trying to make their monster verse. So we have the MCU, we have the DC Cinematic Universe. The Warner Brothers MonsterVerse. We have who knows what else. Even uh, Stallone, Sylvester Stallone, he wanted to turn his Expendable series into like its own cinematic universe. No, <laughs> he wanted each character in the Expendables to have their own movie, just like in the Marvel films. 
does that now this will again I think this will happen no matter what but with the MCU uh, like going as far as it is do you think that these other studios trying to scramble to copy or mimic what they're doing to get the same success do you think that like that hurts because by theory they they're paving the way and they're making the way for something new and giving giving i guess i guess they're opening the doors they're opening doors for people and showing them hey if you're patient and you take time uh you will you'll 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 be as successful as us or something like that you know what i'm saying i mean i i <clears throat> I, I think it's harmful for them because they're trying to duplicate what somebody else has already done. Yeah. Um, I, 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 again, I, 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 something that you and I have talked about ad nauseum that I, I keep harping on because it's just a great example of somebody doing a thing that has become increasingly more and more successful and knock on wood at this point has experienced no downfall really is fucking critical role yeah that's true they do shit because it comes naturally everything that they have done comes organically they did a live stream that like they started doing their show because somebody else around them was like, hey, you guys should do a show. And they were like, should we really do a show? Oh, well, somebody thinks we should do a show. I guess we'll do that. Okay. You can almost argue that's like the same case for the MCU. Like everything was because they weren't really necessarily planning on the Avengers. They put Nick Fury in I, there to test it. I think Feige was. Well, well I F Feige, I, th I, I don't think when Feige came up with the, the the idea to put Nick Fury at the end of Iron Man pictured what is happening now. Right. Necessarily. I, like, well, we all and, have and again, our ambitions. He, he, he didn't know it was going to... I remember I, I was talking to a co-worker about this. He didn't know it was going to work. <laughs> he, he had an idea yeah. of what the MCU, as we now refer to it as, could be. He had zero fucking confidence or clue that it was going to work. Yeah. And that's very important because it, it it's one thing. And, and, and that's that's exactly what you just asked. Like Kevin Feige had an idea. He was and, and that's his fucking a as I say it out loud. I'm realizing, oh, my God, like Sam Jackson actually said that there was an idea. <laughs> But that's that's kind of the point. Like there was an idea. Kevin Feige was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like we're gonna do Iron Man because uh, and, and something that uh, a lot of people forget about. Like Kevin Feige has been with Marvel way before the MCU. Like he has been there for the Eric Bana version of Hulk. He was there for the original X Men trilogy with Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and all those guys. Like like he's been involved. He was there for the Spider Man movies the the sam raimi spider-man movies like he's been involved in stuff it's just that when he started to get a hold of the reins and they did iron man that he started to and, and again like the thing that people tend to forget about is that marvel was not their own studio when this all started 
uh, Iron Man was co-produced by another studio. Like, that's why Universal still has the rights to Hulk. Hulk can be a supporting player in the movies, but he cannot have his own movies because Universal still holds the rights to that. Sony had Spider-Man, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, did I drop out? No, no, no. I'm listening. I'm listening intently. Uh, But but, but that's the thing is that like Kevin Feige was like, I have a hunch that this might be cool. Okay. And so he fucking like they got Sam Jackson to come in like you're part of the like I'm here to tell you about the Avengers initiative, you know, and and it became this whole thing. Everybody else include like DC was like, oh, fuck. They did a thing. Let's do that. Because that clearly worked, so let's do it. You know, and and one of the things that you brought up was the the universal uh, dark universe. Yeah. With like that started with the Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> dude, they they did a fucking like photo shoot with Benicio del Toro and Javier Bardem and Johnny Depp and like none of those movies ever happened. <laughs> Like and it's because people were just like, oh, we're clearly an extent like an extended universe is the way to go now, and it's like, no, 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 motherfucker, make a good movie. Yeah, that's the way to go, and that that's why we have seen movies work and movies fail. Is like, I'm Justice not- League, fucking failed. God, I hate that movie. Oh god. <laughs> and uh, here's the every thing: time I talk to you, I'm- I go off on tangents. You go ahead. Yeah, I'm yeah. not against extended universes. If it like so far, Marvel's the only one that does it. Is Marvel the exception, or is this going to be the new rule? I do not like sequels after sequels after sequels after sequels. Like, I do. I, did we really need a Bad Boys for life? Did we really need like? No, because Bad Boys Two is one of the greatest movies ever made. Why would you ever sully that? <laughs> like. That might be a separate podcast. I don't know if I just opened up that can of worms. I've never seen a Bad Boys film. I, I've seen a Bad Boys film. I've seen Mario. Bad Boys. I've seen Bad Boys once when it came out. Twilight, you have to... And then the week after, we're doing Bad Boys 2. <laughs> I still have to watch Twilight. I've never. I've read Twilight. I've never seen Twilight. But here's the thing. Like, so I think sequels hurt uh, the the brand. Whereas I think the extended universe, um, uh oh, what the heck? What the heck? What the heck is happening? What happened? I don't know. Nothing. I I guess nothing. I think I should be fine. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, listeners. YouTube was like, heads up, we're detecting copyright audio and video in your stream. Oh, oh yeah, Warner Brothers is real stingy about. Oh, uh, it's because you started showing I started, DCEU Yeah, I started stuff. showing DCEU stuff in Warner they Brothers. Are. They're I remember, very stingy about their stuff. Yeah, I remember when Fat Ben Beyond tried to show... Well, every time they try to show something from Warner Brothers, they would get copyright claimed. Yeah, they they like to keep their stuff to themselves. Um, it's okay. Each one of these videos gets copyright Careful shirt, now. But uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to put... The, I'm going to take off the Warner Brothers stuff. Sorry, viewers. I was... That's cool. That's cool of YouTube to do that. Twitch doesn't do that. That's, that's uh, kind of fun, though. That's your your first live podcast episode. Getting like, hey, uh, just so you know, stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, we might hey. sue you. 
Yeah. That was, oh my gosh. When you put it that way. Get your first copyright claim, bro. Uh, the, what the hell? My, I, I need you to take over and talk. My headset's going to die and I can't find the charger. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Like, like that's, uh, continuing on what i was saying uh marvel did uh, again here's the beauty in like how you do things is that you do things because they feel right and because people around you like the the fans around you are saying hey do this thing not because you're chasing a trend or you're looking at some algorithm and you're trying to figure out how that goes like with marvel again kevin feige was like i have an idea I don't know if it'll work. It might work. It might not. I might fall flat on my face and be fired, you know? Yeah. And even even beyond that, like, he got to Endgame, and at, 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 for, for a time, he was like, bitches, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I just oversaw Endgame. I'm done. And now, on top of still running the MCU, he's in charge of Marvel. Like, 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 let's look at that for a second. He's not just in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as far as the movies and all the Disney Plus shows. He runs the fucking comics, dude. Wait, what? I didn't know that. Yes. Kevin Feige runs Marvel now. I did not know that. Well, okay, okay so here's what... It's nuts! That... Like, how, how do you sleep at night when you have that much responsibility? You just kind of blew my mind with that. That guy's living his <laughs> yeah. best life right now. I didn't know he uh, he ran Marvel. What the hell? That's... Well, yeah, because they were like, well, clearly you're the only person doing smart shit in, <laughs> you know, media. Well, all right then. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, I'm going to segue off of that. Is, is he the only person doing this? Because, because really, is Marvel an exception? Or are they going to be the new rule? Because, like, sequels... I think they're the rule, dude. I, I I want them to be the rule because like sequels hurt films. I I, I as much as I want, hate to say it, the sequel trilogy yeah. hurt the Star Wars brand. Bad Boys for Life hurt Bad Boys brand. The the um um Kung Fu Kid Karate Kid sequels yeah. hurt the Karate Kid brand. However, I, I will I will add to what you're saying real quick. Please do. As much as I love James Wan, and uh, there are three Conjuring movies, which spun off into three Annabelle movies, which spun off into The Nun, which spun off into The Curse of La Llorona, and all that bullshit, and there's this whole Conjuring universe. If there is a sequel to Malignant, it, that will break me. Like, no, just let that movie be what it is. Go do something else. And don't, 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 don't make the Gabriel verse. Don't do it. And it doesn't even have to be like sequels. Like, you know what's been helping the Star Wars universe? The Star Wars universe. The Star Wars stories. The things that aren't taking place within the Skywalker saga. The, the Mandalorian. The mm -hmm. freaking Rogue One. The... yeah. It's it's you're expanding on pawn territory like people like the brand, so let those characters die. All right, like this is something my buddy Miguel said is let 
a character die. Because if you don't, then they're going to wither away and be forgotten. And yeah, gonna, it's the, better the to... memory's gonna be horrible. What's the what's the Jack Black from High Fidelity quote? It, it is it better to burn out it, it, it is better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it, like die a hero instead of see seeing yourself become the villain see yourself become the villain yeah don't don't do that and that's why these mcu films are working is because like i get it comic books comic books heroes come back all the time it kind of i don't know like that part of that kind of ruined comic books for me i kind of stopped reading comic books because of that kind of stuff because things the thing about comic books is it's like a tv show so much stuff has to happen for things to stay the same the MCU, there's weight behind things. I do not think that Tony Stark, Iron Man, should ever come back. I think he should die and stay dead. And it will be better for it. I don't care how many rumors. I don't care how many things. I don't even think that Robert Downey Jr. should make cameos. Maybe as a hologram or whatever, but they would be spending a buttload of money to have him in a movie for five minutes. Do not resurrect these characters. Don't do it. Don't do it. The MCU will go on for years Bro, if you uh, if you let it if you let these characters die and you explore the universe. That's why Star Wars. I think them going into a new era with the the a completely new era is good for the franchise. Is good for the series. If you just try to pump out and you try to push these characters over and over and over again, they fade away. And, and that's okay. And people people get left with this bad taste in their mouth. And you don't want that. <laughs> like it, it, it's it's it, it's funny of uh, uh I was thinking about Fast 9. Yeah. In in preparation for this episode. Hold up, hold up. Can I Can I say something off topic? Can I interrupt you? Is that a yes? Or did you cut out? <laughs> did he cut out? Is he about to just start talking right now? I, you started to stutter, so I stopped talking because <laughs> I didn't know which oh. one of us was cutting out. Okay, I guess, uh, yeah. We're, so, here's the thing. Is Fast 8, like, F8, Fate of the Furious? Is it, furious. is it literally F8 of the Furious? Yeah, fate. Oh the my word fate. Gosh. Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't Mario. know that. I didn't know that till last week. I was shelving That's the a DVD. Whole other movie ago. I was <laughs> I was putting the DVD up and I saw F8 and Fate of the I was like, there's no way this is the title. Because I was lighting oh, them Mario, up in order. You, you give Vin Diesel too much credit, my man. Okay, what were you saying about Fast Nine? I don't remember. What were you saying before that that made me bring up? No, I just wanted to talk about. I just wanted to talk about. Oh, before that, I was talking about how like sequels hurt a franchise more than they should, and that like if we. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you you were talking about like like Robert Downey Jr. Like should never come back. How it would slowly. Like that for me, that's the thing that kind of you know and. This is going back to our episode about F9, because uh, that's what it's called. It's F9. Uh, 
is like fucking bringing Han back because like people felt slighted because Han's death was uh, retrofitted to fit in Jason Statham's character and all that kind of and it's like oh well, well people were offended by that so we have to respond and uh, it's cool he's alive and I'm like cool like uh, okay like you didn't do it in any sort of satisfying way and like we're, we're bringing characters back all of a sudden like yeah. that's great um but yeah like th- that that's a franchise to me that ironically kind of contradicts what we're talking about like like at a certain like, point a, a franchise can be so ridiculous that like yeah. yeah you can just keep doing stuff but but uh like uh here's the thing though here's the thing there's, there's always going to be exception to rules, right? Because you know what it didn't work yeah. for? Star Wars, the franchise that I love. Like, I hated that... Emperor. It makes no sense that Palpatine came back. It yeah, hurts. Exactly. It hurt. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's people out there that love that he came back and that it was great. But it hurts it even more. I love how they say, we won't bring back Mace Windu because it will take away from Anakin's decision to turn into Darth Vader. I'm like, bitch, what about the fact that it takes away from Darth Vader's decision to turn into Anakin? <laughs> when you kill, when he, when he throws Palpatine off the thing. Yeah. Ugh, it's, you can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. You just, you can't. You, you can can't either be, have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you can, either, you can either be serious or you can be ridiculous. Well, you can't and, do and, both. And, as, dude, as, that's as, the th- <laughs> That's the thing about the fucking fast saga is like, again, uh, and and one of the things I'm going to bring up something that we did talk about in our review, but I'm going to add something that we did not talk about in our review. Which one? Which Uh, one? But uh, for fast nine. Okay. The, the part where he, uh, it's, uh, uh, fuck it. What is it? John Cena has the (laughs) upper hand. His gang comes in, breaks him out. You know, they go up, whatever. And, Vin Diesel looks at Michelle Rodriguez and he goes, I'll always be in your heart. And then he like shuts the door because he's going to sacrifice himself, right? And it's like, motherfucker, this is part nine. <laughs> and and this does tie into what we're talking about with the hype engine and the marketing. We already know you have plans for part 10 and 11, which because part 10 is the conclusion but it's a two-parter so it's not really 11 it's 10 part 2 you know whatever so we know that there's going to be another movie why are you sacrificing yourself when we already know there's going to be another movie we know you're not going to die also aside from that you're Vin Diesel you're not going to die in a fucking movie like what what, what 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 are we talking about what movie does Vin Diesel die in seriously also, you did this in Fast 8. You did this in Fate of the Furious. You sacrificed yourself where, oh my god, we're going to create this tension where Dom is dead, but he's not really dead. You did this in Furious 7, where like he blows up the helicopter and then he's like dying and Brian is trying to give him CPR and Letty's like, get off of it, Brian! And like, she's like, I remember everything. And he's not really dead. You did this <laughs> in Fast 6. When the, he drives out of the plane. He drives a car out of the front of the plane. And then the car flips. And does flips. And there's a big explosion. And everybody's like. And then Georgiana Brewster is like. Tom. No. But then he starts walking. through the, And I'm like. 
Vin Diesel, get the fuck over yourself. How many times are you gonna die but not for like dude and and, and like it's it's one thing to do it in fast six. And that's again, like you have to like transplant your mind where you were at the time. It's one thing to do it in fast six. That's another thing to do it in fast. We're a fast nine. Vin Diesel, you're not dead. Stop it. Just stop it. And it 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 just blows my fucking mind. And I, and and that's where I start to like think of like the the oh my god, the people making the things have such a different concept of what the things are than what they actually are. Because <laughs> yep. again, and, and I know we're a little off topic, but it's no, you're good. close enough. You're but good. Like, like I, I just want to go back to Fast 9. I want to go back to being in May when we were like, oh my god, the coronavirus is still a thing, but we're back in movie theaters. This is amazing, right? But I'm watching Fast 9 and I'm just like, bro, you think way too highly of this series and 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 that's coming from me someone who loved this series but like i i'm, I'm starting to like transplant that and, and again i'm not I, I don't think the mcu has gone completely off the rails and again like the fast saga they they jumped the shark a while ago oh yeah but i'm a person oh, yeah. who uh, like you know this i'm a person who loves movies that jump the shark that being said, go back and listen to our episode about Fast Nine. They started to jump the shark, my dude. And and, and I'm starting so to hard. get that vibe a little bit from the MCU, which is not necessarily they're jumping the shark of like, oh, this is just too unbelievable. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, but in the sense of like, they're jumping the shark in a way of why am I here? And and, and 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 I know we talked about this when we did our Loki episode because uh, we were talking about the the finale, like when Kang. Does wait, his wait, 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 wait! You didn't. You said you didn't see a single episode of Loki early. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is like it, it's it's this the 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 conglomerate of of people talking about the you thing. never saw a single episode of Loki when we. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh I've, my I've gosh. I've watched, I've read enough articles and I've watched Dude, enough people you know, talking about it that I can talk confidently about it for weeks. and present no, that no. I have seen it. For weeks it has bothered me that you you didn't you didn't like care for that 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 scene where they did the one shot of them trying to get to the ship. Cause that because I, I went and I rewatched that scene <laughs> and I was like this is a good scene. How does Jeff not like this? <laughs> you never saw I, it. <laughs> I've technically seen it, but it was like cut up in oh, between like people reacting to it. And that stuff. explains why. Oh, dude, j- just just as like a, as a quick side thing, this how, is something that I got from my dad. How did uh, you? Be, because he was the type of person who would read, like. My dad was the type of person that liked to talk to people about things. He liked to converse. He he just liked to talk about things. But he didn't always have time to consume things that people wanted to talk about. So, like, for example, he would read in the New York Times, like, okay, this book is the is the New York on, on top of New York Times bestseller list or whatever. And he would go to Borders 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Borders. It's Disney Plus Day. Let's. But he would go to Borders or, you know, Barnes and Noble. And he would buy the book, but he would. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing because I never actually like talked to my dad about this, but I just kind yeah. of knew about it. And I learned about it from people who talked about him after he passed away. But he would like read the first and last page of every chapter or he would like read the top line and bottom line of every page. You know, like he would just like speed read. Yeah. And he, he would get enough of the book to talk to people about the book. And that's something I've kind of adapted from him. And again, it's it's not that I don't have an interest in WandaVision or, or the MCU. Like, clearly I fucking do. But I'm the type of person that's like, hey, I just, it's not on my budget right now. Well, that doesn't bother so, me. Like that, you, and, you know, and, you don't want to watch it. It's just like. I've been lied to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to. And, and, but, but here's what I'm presenting to you. And, and basically what I'm presenting to you is I'm a fucking madman because what I could do is just throw down, you know, like what is Disney Plus? Like $14.99 or something? I don't know. Something and like that. And I could just, I could just, you know, spend 45 minutes to watch an episode of WandaVision. Like we'll start there because that was the first one. I could just throw down $14.99 and I could watch wandavision for 45 minutes yeah what i instead do <laughs> is i spend you know 30 minutes watching this person do a breakdown of it i spend another 20 minutes watching this person react to it and talk about it and i do like and it's it's crazy it's fucking bonkers i'm aware of this it's that thing but... where it's like you spend more time trying to get out of work Yes. Then, like, if you were to actually have done the work, it would have exactly. already been time. But, but here's the thing is that, like, I guarantee you, uh, if I start, if I sat down and, and, and again, like, I plan to, like, I, I, I'm not against the MCU. I'm not like, oh, fuck the MCU. <laughs> Look at, like, fuck you, Disney Plus. I'm cheating you out of money. It's, it's not at all that. It's just like, I, I, for whatever reason, I just am not at a point right now where I can throw that money down right now. Well, um, no, and, and like, here's the thing, like, again, I but don't... But again, that that's what we're talking about, is that the engine around the thing is enough to support the thing. Yeah. And, and again, like, like I'm, I'm not trying that's to present cool. myself as, as like, oh, I'm, I'm some great con artist or nothing. Like, no, 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 that, that's not at all what we're talking about. But there I is am. enough material out there Con that me. you know what's going on in the MCU, even if you haven't participated in it. Yeah. And that's kind of part of the problem, that's crazy, which is... crazy, though. Like, that's insane. Can we insane. just do away with all that shit? You can't really do that with anything else. Well, with, 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 with short... Like, you couldn't do that with the, the new Clifford movie. You couldn't do that with uh, freaking... You can't do that with, like... You could do it with Dune. You can't do it with yeah. like the Green Knight. Maybe because it's it's a book adaptation. It's an epic. But there's just some things you can't do it with. But like the yeah. fact that Marvel is such an entity that it does that. No, dude. Like, don't if you, if no in the future if you hadn't seen something, just tell me. Just tell me you're going off of like that's cool that you're going off of the internet's perspective. <laughs> like I won't. I don't judge you for that. I don't like. Shit, man, I'm over here thinking. No, 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 no. And, and, and it's it, it's not just uh, uh, like I'm not 
stealing opinions of other people. Like I'm watching clips and I'm watching scenes and I'm I know, watching but people illegally uploading it's shit. It's still a biased like, view. Exactly. I'm, I haven't seen the thing <laughs> in and of itself. And, and again, like Black Widow, I fucking saw. Like Fast Nine, I fucking like anything in like... theaters that we've talked about. I did Shang Chi. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I feel like I have to defend myself now. Shang Chi. I fucking saw that in theaters. It's amazing. I love that movie. Well, uh, that's the I, thing. I like by that movie for the rest of the time. That's what surprises me because I feel like, well, if he loves Shang Chi, I feel like there's other things that you would have been more inclined to. But everything just makes sense now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> everything <just makes> sense. <laughs> Every all the gear. I don't think you'll care for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think I care for that a lot more than you would. But I, I also, I think you would, I think of all the things that have come out, you would like WandaVision the most. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I mean, you'll fall in is, love with it, but I think you would like it the most compared to like. What is grief if not love persevering? I mean, like you had me at hello, dude. It's just, that's, it's that's just the greatest wacky. line in cinematic history. It's wacky and it's weird. And the last episode. I don't know, the last episode kind of falls apart for me, but it still works. Yeah. Though, okay. However, these, I, I, I really hope that, like, these other studios, I hope they don't go back into their old habits. I hope Marvel has opened a door to where, like, Everything else can be a cinematic universe, but a cinematic universe doesn't mean you have to have three sequels with with one character, three sequels with another, three sequels with this one. It could just be, this is the movie, mm-hmm. we've established the universe, hey, remember that one side character? We're going to make a movie with them, and they have their own thing going on, and remember that, like, and we can do prequels, and we can do, like, it, it, like I feel like exploring that world gives so much more value to that franchise than it does anything else like imagine if we were watching the x-men and wolverine we, we go through logan and logan dies and it's like now we have the x-men without logan or we we go through other things that happen i guess we did have that with days of future past and x-men first class and stuff like that but like what i'm <laughs> those did i don't think those did nearly as good obviously I'm just going to back... I'm, I'm, I'm backtracking. I'm backpedaling. I'm just going to say what Jeff said. Make a good movie. Just make a good movie. Uh, yeah. I, I want there to be a, a universe because I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm not just saying that because, you know, Marvel. But I think Marvel has shown us that it, it, it brings a lot more capability. And also Star Wars has shown us the same thing. Star Wars is also doing, like, their own, like, Star Wars stories or Star Wars universe. And it's it's working. It's it's looking really good, and we're I'm enjoying that content a lot. I want to see another movie come out. You know, I'm I'm enjoying these TV shows, but I want to see another movie come out. But um, I think the conclusion, my conclusion at the very least, is um, I've been betrayed by Jeff, and no, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All jokes. I, I'm giving you a hard time. I'm, I'm impressed, dude. The thesis. Sir. I'm legitimately impressed. Like. That's impressive what you did. Uh, it, honestly, you, in my opinion, you might as well have watched those those shows because it's better than ha- th- those people that never even touched it, right? You basically did Spark Notes. <laughs> well, and, and, but, but again, like, like uh, that's and, and, and I don't want to seem like I'm getting on a high horse of like I'm proving a point, but like 
it's kind of fucked up that like dude we've done episodes about talking to winter soldier and loki and mortal Kombat, and i have not seen those things in their entirety but or, or dude i i still haven't watched the snyder cut I just watched some YouTube videos here and there, da, 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 da. Um, and, and I watched like some scenes, and I watched enough to like gather. Oh, okay, well, I kind of get the idea, but that's the thing is that like we live in this day and age where, like, I I I wish that you only were able to watch the thing, and you weren't able to watch people talk about the thing or trailers and posters and like all that kind of stuff well, like, i think like it gives you I, I i wish that we were able to live in a world where hey here's the thing but Go you do watch it you, and you, that's it but you do that's the like here, here's the thing though you're never ever going to get the same experience doing what you did like you will go back and you'll re you could go back and watch the Snyder cut you may come to the same opinion but your experience is going to be like completely different right you may go yeah, in there absolutely. with a biased opinion you may go in there and then like yeah you could say like yeah i've i've summarized and i've collected all these things but you're like we i i i just don't agree with that like if i if it's someone told me if someone told me like hey do you want to watch even if it let's say what's a movie that i didn't really i don't know i can't think of a movie i didn't like i okay i didn't really care for what is a movie I didn't like? Whatever. If someone told me, hey. It's usually wanna... me, right? What? <laughs> That's usually me that doesn't really like it. And you're like, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm usually pretty nice when it comes to watching <laughs> movies. Like, I, I can even say I, I like Malignant. Like, because I, I see where the, I see the direction that they're trying to do with it. And I can appreciate that. I know there's a movie I didn't like. I just can't think of it right now because my brain deleted it. Because I, I, it's a waste of time thinking about I'm trying that to movie. think of something that you and I have talked about. But we didn't like do an episode there, on or there's something. There's, for a fact, I know there's a fact. We were like, a, no, fuck this movie. I hate it. There's something I, I didn't. I know there's something I didn't like. Uh, Venom. I did not like Venom. There we go. I found it. I, I, I'm like telling you. Or, if, or Let There Be Carnage? Both. I'm, I'm like, I just, the, okay. the, uh, I delete them from my brain because I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to think about that stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I don't, if someone told me like, hey, you, you could watch Venom or you can watch these nothing analysis videos you can and things stare like that. at a wall you what no <laughs> oh I, i'm sorry i see, no, I see what you're but it, it, or you could do what jeff does like you could watch the movie venom or you could do what jeff does i would be like i would watch the movie venom because there was a certain point in my life and this is me personally i'm not trying to take jabs at you but there's a certain point in my life where i stopped caring about what critics said about movies because I realized, or I stopped caring what people said about movies. Because I realized I can end up liking a film, whether it's bad or good or, or whatnot. And I will go, I will, even if I know a film is bad, I will still go watch it for the experience. Like, Fan Four Stick is such a bad film. Like, I absolutely, uh, I will never, uh... I will not go out of my way to watch that film again. And I went into that movie theater knowing I wasn't going to like the film. Just like I went into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, knowing I wasn't going to like the film. But I wanted the experience. 
and I because I knew what I was getting myself into. I have that memory and I enjoy it. Like if they make a third Venom movie, I'm still gonna go watch it. One because I like just burning money, but two because like I like the films enough <laughs> to go watch them some more. And that's all that I need. And then I like hearing people's opinions about the films. So I'm just mm. I just enjoy consuming content, but that's me. And 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 it's it's funny that that you bring it up in that way too, because I I think about that sometimes as well, uh, especially when I think about this uh, proposed YouTube channel that I will one day actually uh, get some headway on. But earlier today, I was in the buy. So so you just talked about Fan Four Stick, yes, which I will always call it Fan Four Stick. We're hitting the thirty that's minute what it says mark. On the fucking by the way, uh, uh, I'm wrapping up. Okay. Uh, but I was in the buy area today, uh, cause, uh, that's my routine. I walk, I get in to work a little bit early. So I have time to kind of browse around before I actually start working. Uh, and I was going through the, the, the buy area of, of media and there was a copy of the last airbender. Oh my God. And gosh. I was like, Oh, I need that for my collection. Cause that's a movie that I want to watch and just rip apart and Ugh. fucking like get drunk with somebody and fucking roast and you know have fun with, right? Yeah. Here's the weird thing. A, a copy of Airbender, I feel like yes, that belongs in my collection along with like The Room and Birdemic and and fucking like every other shitty movie that's ever been made. Even like the the Twilight Saga yeah, like I bought on Blu-ray a couple say, weeks ago. You know, it's like yes, I need this in my collection. Like like these are great to fucking like get a bunch of people together and and have a couple of drinks and just you know roast and have a good time. Da, da, da. Fant four stick, I will never allow <laughs> to be in my position and it's weird because it's like well no like that's different right like, like it's the same thing like like you watch it, and it, it it's a bad movie right it's a bad movie and you have fun watching it da, da. no it's not though no because it's a different type of bad and and like uh, i would put justice league in that same camp because it's like no because it, th th there's a personal side to it like, like like josh trank as much as he does come across like a douchebag as a filmmaker like inherently that was a movie that was stolen from him you know and like same thing with Zack snyder like we all know the story about justice league it's like no that's different from every other movie like you know because people are talking about like the air cut for suicide squad and it's like, but that's different. That's a guy who got to make his movie and the studio took over because they were just fucking assholes. With the Snyder Cut, like, that motherfucker had a family tragedy and he was like, hey guys, hold on to this for me while I go deal with this shit. And they were just like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like that was some sadistic, like, I'll, I'll put it on record. Like, that was some sadistic fuckery that yeah. Warner Brothers did with that movie. And with... Fan stick, it's just kind of different because it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that sucks because that fucking happens to people all the time. Like, the the studio just like takes over. But I don't know. It's, there's just something different about the energy of like, you look at something like 
Twilight or The Last Airbender, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, th- this is just dumb. Let's oh, have fun. It's so bad. But then you look at something like Fan Stick and you're just like, well, you 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 were actually trying with it. <laughs> it I don't. I, it's weird. I, I don't know. It's I, like it, it, and it's, it's just. Like, I understand yeah. where like because because. I'll even go. I'll even go a step further. Like I don't really even like the Fast and Furious films, but I'll go watch them. Mm-hmm. Not not for Jeff, for me. Like even before I met Jeff, I had <laughs> seen all the films and I was watching them on release day. Like I just, I I don't know. I just like I, I if I know, especially if I know what I'm getting into, you know, then I will. Yeah. I can appreciate it for what it is. But I know I don't like it. Like I, I do not like. I did not like Venom. I know. Like I could. I will say this for a fact. I think uh, I'm not the only one that said this. I think it was even. Uh. Like, I, I like Eternals, but just barely. Like I would, if I had the choice between choosing Venom or Eternals. I would choose Eternals, but I would like there would be some hesitation. <laughs> there would be some hesitation. <laughs> and I, I gave yeah, that movie yeah. some praises. Like I was I was kind of like I was talking that movie up on the podcast. But like I know my own taste. It's just I don't know. I for me, I feel like I don't do I guess I just I just have pride. There's just a sense of pride for me where it's like I feel like I won't do myself justice and I won't do the movie justice if I talk, if I don't talk about it through my own experience, but that's just me. Uh, that's just how I see things. But I think that's so fucking awesome that you're able to do that. Like, and, and like, I'd be lying to say if I didn't do that as well, like I've done it where I know like a lot of my comic book knowledge is from piecing together a lot of stuff. I've read comic books, but I, I've said it a million times. Like, I've just stopped reading comic books. Like, I, I don't read comic books anymore. All Most of my comic book knowledge has come from me resourcing it from other people. <laughs> and that's the... It's like, I like I know exactly what you say when... I know exactly what you mean whenever you say that you... Um, you do that, Jeff. So it's uh, 100% with you right there. And uh, in some ways, I do feel kind of like, oh, man, I'm I'm a fraud. And so that's why I try to preference it a lot about me, uh, like how I don't read comic books anymore. But hey, man, if I have the uh, it's surprising that like I'll talk to people who do read comic books and I'm actually able to hold a decent conversation with them because I know my stuff. And yet, like. So I, I like 100% get what you're saying. Like I, I, I that's why I'm yeah, like, and, I'm and, not offended. I'm not even mad at you. I'm, I'm just impressed. <laughs> okay. Cause again, it, it, it's, it, it, it has nothing to do with like, Oh, I'm trying to one up somebody or I'm trying to dupe anybody to, to whatever. It, oh, it's yeah. just like, yeah. Hey, th- this is how, this like, is how popular this, this crap is. We are in a day and age where you can amass information about a thing without even Watching informing yourself about the thing. You, <laughs> the like, thing. you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's um. And here's the thing: we have to choose the things that we pick to go into, right? Like, I gave up 
there's a lot of things that I gave up in order to have time to watch movies and watch TV shows that I want to watch. Like I gave up reading almost altogether. Like I just don't have time mm-hmm. to read. I want to read, but I don't have time to read. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, you could just stop watching movies, Mario. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or even like, like I was talking to, so, so today uh, I was at work and we had this like crazy buy come in uh, where there were like two flats of doc, of like the OG Doctor Who DVDs oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that came in. Like fucking $800 worth of uh, Doctor Who DVDs came in. Uh, and uh, I was talking to Amy. I don't know if you remember her. Uh, she's like uh, yeah, part of the like OG, like 5 a.m. crew or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she was like talking about like, oh my God, like I don't have it like in, in the bank right now, but like I really want this. And like, blah, blah, blah. and like she was talking about how like, oh my God, like this is like the Holy Grail, like blah, blah, blah. And I was talking about like, oh man, like I, I would like that too. Like I, I, I just haven't gotten into Doctor Who. Like I, I wish I had the same passion that she did, you know, and we were like talking about it or whatever. Uh, and I was, and basically what the conversation amounted to was I have seen one episode of Doctor Who. Uh, and it's uh, for anybody listening who knows Doctor Who, it's the infamous Vincent Van Gogh episode. Uh, with Matt Smith when he was when he was doing his run of, of Doctor Who. And it's funny because she was like, wait, wh- why have you watched that episode? Like, that like why have you only infamous? watched that one episode? That. And it's because and, and here's here's kind of what I'm getting to. That episode of Doctor Who is extremely emotional to me. Because, uh, like, slight spoiler alert or whatever, but Vincent Van Gogh time travels to the future. And he's in an art gallery where uh, a person who who is, like, an art appreciator, essentially, is is expressing what the art of Vincent Van Gogh means to the world and how much of an amazing artist he is or whatever. And Vincent Van Gogh, of course, is there, and he's like, oh, my God, like, this is great, and whatever. But... I, at a certain time in my life, was just uh, in an evening where I had been drinking a little bit, and I was like, "Man, I, I I feel like a good cry. Like like every now and then. Like I'm the type of person that just like every now and then I just I just want to cry because I feel like it." And so I hopped on YouTube and I was just like, "Show me compilation of scenes from TV that will make me cry." You know, like one of those types of things. And that episode happened to like pop up. And so, like, we had this conversation, like, me and Amy, about, like, this is a show that she loves, and she's, like, spent hours and hours, and, like, I mean, honestly, like, she spent months of her life watching the show. And I've seen, like, 20 minutes of it. And that's not to say that, like, she is more of a fan or I am more fan. Like, it's not about like a competition of like, who's the bigger Doctor Who fan. It's just like, hey, this this is a thing that meant something to both of us. You know, so, so I feel like you can watch something out of context. You can get the gist of something. You can get a summary of something. You, you can watch a moment of something like like we've even seen like i remember uh i i, I sent something to you a while ago and we kind of talked about it the guy on youtube uh uh he had a friend who had never seen any of the mcu films 
and he was like dude like come with us and watch endgame and like they did a whole youtube video of like here's our friend who just doesn't watch movies and like we went and saw endgame and he had fun like he, he didn't have like an emotional response he, he wasn't like connected to anybody but he had fun he was like yeah like there was the guy and the girl and they were on the mountain and they were like fighting for who gets to die for like the the gym or whatever and it's like that guy had fun for three hours. Yeah, and and like, like I think who, who am I, I think to take it away from him and be like, well, you anyone can talk what about fighting for anyone. You know, blah, anyone blah, 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 blah. can can watch something however they choose to watch it. I just don't think that I don't think it's fair to anyone to say that you've watched something when you really haven't. That's that's that's, that's the only that's thing that yeah. I think is like the thing. Like I, I think that's a bit misleading because that Vincent Van Gogh episode. There's a lot to it than just that one scene and yeah that one scene that scene has meaning between you and amy but that whole episode can can vibe differently right and like you could be you could not that it's hurting anyone but there could be some uh misunderstandings or misleadings that that happen mm -hmm. to occur to that if you take take because because like like oh i was saying about like my comic books like i I don't read comic books anymore and I make sure everyone like when I talk about comic books that I don't read it and that I'd say like oh like I source where I got it from right whereas to just say whereas like when I'm talking about a movie I just talk about the movie because I've seen the movie and I can just say that I, I can just source the movie itself uh, right. so like that's where that's where I'm like that's where th there's a line for me I'm like <laughs> I'm like yeah watch it however you want to watch it that's cool express yeah, fair. express it but just like uh the thing however the the conclusion i think we came to the same conclusion though for all our our films and all our other things is that we think that the that the, the, the films themselves as long as they're good as long as they're doing what they're supposed to be doing there's no harm mm -hmm. being done they're not they're not hurting anything but the yeah. execution around the films is what's influencing and it's what's burning out of people. It's the it's the marketing that goes out. It's the decision to uh, uh to, to push the film constantly. It's the decision to make a trailer for a film that doesn't need a trailer. It's the decision to have scenes or to uh, incorporate characters uh in a film where they don't need to necessarily be in there, like the Bruce Banner. And it's also the decision to freaking announce things about things that haven't even come out yet <laughs> all of those commigations and uh it, it to me adds up to what can be a, a burnout of, of of a series without even for most people don't even watch these things uh it, it, it because like, like your co-host. Like my co-host. Most people don't even watch these things, and they're burnt out from them. And they don't even understand why they're burnt out from this, because everything around them is telling them to go watch Marvel uh, when they don't need to. When it's like, you could have... And, and, and I like to put this in perspective. For those of you who still don't believe it, for those of you who still think, well, there's just too many films. It is... And this... this I can I it's getting to the point where I can no longer say this anymore because they're going to keep making films. It is it takes less time to watch all the films up until Endgame than it does to watch all of Parks and Rec or The Office 
It takes less time to watch all the films up until Endgame than it does for a lot of TV shows that many, a lot of popular TV shows that many people rewatch. It's That's not, true. it's not about the, the quantity, right? No one's afraid of that. There are people that go and watch Supernatural. There are people that go and watch Smallville. Those shows mm. go on forever. It's, it's, it's how much of it is actually being thrown in your face. If every day you have someone being like, hey, come watch this movie. Hey, come watch this movie. Hey, hey, you want to come watch this movie? That gets annoying. That's like going to the mall and those people that want to clean your shoes or those people that are trying to get you at those kiosks. They're like, hey, come do my thing. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. And then you're like, oh, I parked on that side of the mall. I have to go back and see that guy again. And then you go back over there and he's like, hey, you want it? I'm like, dude, I just talked to you like 10 minutes ago. Like, no, yeah. no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, that's that's the conclusion that I came up with. Uh, Jeff, you, you got – what's your conclusion? Similar? Different? Uh, my conclusion is, is, is pretty much the same. I mean, uh, I, I don't think that superhero movies, uh, as films themselves inherently are destroying cinema, uh, to keep in line with the thesis statement. But (laughs) I, uh, again, it's, it's the marketing. It's, it's the, it's the everything that, that comes with it. It's all the bells and whistles that are just like. Like again, like like I think No Way Home is the perfect example of like, bro. It's oh my god. Uh, People would have gone to see that film, regardless. Yeah, yeah. like uh, th- there's a movie I want to quote, but uh, I don't think uh, you and I are the the as equal of fans of this movie. But it's just like, bro. Like, can can we stop arguing? Let's just go get some barbecue, man. Uh, and and Wait, where's that that's from? me quote. Uh, it's for, uh, from the movie Almost Famous. Oh, a, it's it's one of the it's one of those quotes. Like again, it's like one of those yeah. uh, like you see a movie and a and a quote just like stays. It it, it 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 instills itself in your DNA. But there's a scene in that movie where the band uh, is arguing over the T-shirt. Uh, it's like their first piece of merchandise. Uh, they have this T-shirt for their band, and they and they uh, it's a t-shirt of all the band members but the guitar player is the only person in in focus and everybody else is just like shadowy silhouettes yeah and the lead singer is like yelling at the guitar player and the guitar player is yelling yelling at the lead singer and they're fighting and at one point the lead singer is uh turns to the bass player and he's like hey man you must have an opinion about this and the bass player is just like man let's just get some barbecue because he's like who cares who's in focus and who's not in focus i'm hungry yeah you know and, and that's kind of how i feel about this it's just like all right cool toby mcguire's in the movie jamie fox is in the movie uh yeah, venom is not just show me a good movie man yeah, <laughs> like i don't seriously. care i don't care who's in it i don't care give how me the this popcorn like it's a, same thing with eternals especially it's like all right cool like they all got captured by like the big celestial at the end like he grabbed them out of the park and Spoils. oh my god he's like He's he's looking at a sword and what's Thor up to, dude? I don't I don't know, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I, and, and and like that's the thing. It's like I don't even know now. Like, do I want him to tease me about Captain Marvel or Black Panther because I know those characters, or do I want him to tease me about stuff that I don't know about? Because I, I just 
But inherently, I'm like, I don't care what you're teasing me about. Because, like, Eternals is a good example. Like, cool, you teased more Eternals. I wasn't even a fan of the last two and a half hours. So I don't really care. There's more of this. Um, yeah, just, just keep focused on making good shit. Like, Marvel, you've had some misses. Let's be honest. DC, which is the, the universe a lot of people like to shit on. You've had some hits. Like, yeah. Shazam is fucking great. Aquaman was fucking great. The Suicide Squad was fucking great. And again, I'm not saying only make movies like that. I'm just saying, like, make good movies. And it's it's hard to do. I'm aware. But stop worrying about what's coming down the pike. And, 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 and exactly like what we were talking about earlier with, like, the whole Echo thing was kind of our, our, our baseline for this. It's like... Stop hyping me up on something I've never heard of. Get like introduce me to something I've never heard of and make me like do do the, do what Guardians did. I've never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. Introduce me to Guardians of the Galaxy now I'm excited. But don't show me a logo and be like you should be excited for this. And I'm like I don't know what that is. Yeah. And and that that's the part of it that I'm a little sick of at this point. In it's the part that we can't escape from. <laughs> yeah. And again, part. nothing that we have said for the last three hours is going to change anything. No. But I, I, that's, that's, but that's the, where the I am on it. Su- I think the misconception is that people genuinely believe that the movies are ruining things when it's not. It's like, don't get mad at the movies. Yeah. They're just movies. Get mad yeah. at the get mad at the the things surrounding the movies, and that's... and Shang Chi was fucking awesome. So <laughs> you love that you. thing so Dude, much. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go buy that movie. Like I, I I don't own any of the MCU films, but I think I need to own Shang Chi. I love that movie so much because it's it's again it's just good, and again it's not without its flaws. They introduce fucking Cthulhu, like two hours or or like you know whatever and it's like i wish that the giant dragon didn't have to go up against the giant cthulhu monster because i'm like oh my god you just added 10 minutes to this movie uh and again like that's not that's not even a movie that's that that, that's that long that's what i'm talking about but uh yeah it's not without its flaws but i really like it yeah (laughs) That's good. Yeah, no, I really liked it. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you think we're wrong. Tell us if you think uh, uh, we changed changed your minds. And tell us if you think that uh, we opened your eyes. You know, let, let us know in the comment section below. Uh, if you, you can always at me on Twitter at uh, digitalhero101. And you can always catch up and keep up to date at the with the podcasts on YouTube. As well at Digital Hero 101 or on uh, Apple TV. Apple TV. Wow, I wish. Jeez, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time. Play nice. <laughs>